Welcome back to the Big Geek Podcast and the conclusion of our epic top 20 arcade countdown. This week we're into the top 10, whereas last week we were doing the 20 through 11. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, here we are. It's, 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 the, it's the big 10, you know. Uh, now we're getting into more of the uh, arcade games that we had some, you know, we, we agreed on a lot more of these games. Yeah, yeah. Where before it was like a lot of like, well, you know, one of us had that on our list and therefore it kind of made the you know if it ranked high on our list it made the top 20 or whatever however many we had but uh but yeah there's more that we agreed on i think here yeah well it's like you were saying i think in the last episode is you know our each of our like 11 through 20 just kind of got wiped out right. <laughs> like it really didn't matter right, yeah. we we uh we, we did our three our each of our honorable mentions that so we kind of took our favorite of those 10 just so they get a mention uh, you know, like I had Space Invaders and Martin, you know, he picked one, but he was probably disappointed also that he didn't get, he kind of snuck Joust in there. You gotta have Joust, right, you know? And what's in that new movie, that arcade, uh, Ready Player One? There's like a really key moment in that movie. Oh, really? In that book where Joust plays a big part of that. So, you know, no doubt that Joust is a big deal, but, you know, yeah, but, so the top 10, uh, we're having more uniformity in our list, you know, like, if it's in the top five, it's probably because all three of us had it in our yeah. top 10 or top 15. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, starting out with, well, <laughs> with the exception of our number 10, I feel like maybe we all didn't have it in our list, but you oh, yeah. really had it high in yeah, your list. I, I and think, that's a. Yeah, well, so you just go into No, Nick, you, yeah, you, okay, you so, reveal the, the so, list. Yeah, so number 10 was uh, versus Super Mario Brothers. Yep. Right. And uh, so I ranked that. It's three. That's so. That's how that got so high. Way wow. high. Because and I, I was the only one, right? Yeah. The, the, yeah. Yeah. I did not have that on mine. I, I didn't even think of it as. I, I don't even think of it as an arcade, honestly. You know, it's it's like one of those games where it's it's strictly NES in my mind, and I I almost want to say that you know, whereas you've seen it in the wild, I never saw it in the wild other than like Play Choice Ten. Yeah. Mm. Well, uh, and but that's not it. I know. I know. It's yeah. you're talking about a different game. Like it actually yeah. says versus yeah. Super yeah, Mario. Brothers. The Play Choice Ten was like the Nintendo version mm-hmm. of it, where versus is a is a harder game. The actual arcade yeah. version of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There are and there are a few differences in the arcade versus the the NES version. Yes. Like yeah. you, what were some of the big di- well uh, not big differences? Well, but... it's like uh, power ups are in different locations. Uh, pits there there might be like a pit where you weren't expecting one so if you're used to playing the nes version that you're running along you'll run straight into a pit and die because <laughs> that's they, tricky they threw in a little things just make it a little harder for our they play on your you muscle know, memory you know how they exactly. do it with yeah. <laughs> they, they want to get your quarters but uh, but yeah I, I really like the art the artwork like on the marquee for versus Super Mario Brothers, I, I, that stands out a lot to me. The few times, I mean, because uh, like you say, you've never seen it in the arcades. I've only seen it a few times, mm-hmm. but uh, maybe that makes it even more special, though. It's kind of one of those, 
you know, for me, th for me, there are some games that I hold in higher regard just because I, the rarity of the game, I guess. Yeah. So it feels yeah. more special to yeah. me. Um, games like, you know, Dragon's Lair, things like that. Maybe you saw it once or twice, and so when you saw that marquee, and it's just so different than what you're used to. And plus, you, well, your brother had mentioned it to you too, right? Didn't he see it first? Yeah, yeah. There's, I think I've seen, told this story before about yeah, you had you know, how he uh, he came to me. I, I don't remember where it was he saw it, but like yeah, he came saying. There, I remember said it was a bowling alley. And I remember distinctly going, "Mark the bowling alley." Oh yeah, okay. Well, I guess it was a bowling alley. I don't really remember, but yeah, there's a sequel to Mario Brothers, and he's kind of describing it in there. Yeah, and I'm oh, just wow. amazed. Yeah, so, totally. Because yeah, I mean, you know, we were big fans of Mario Brothers at the time, and so oh, for sure. I mean, this yeah. was, the big sequel to Mario Brothers, which is kind of interesting because nobody really sees it that way anymore. It's like Super Mario Brothers is like its own separate thing now that mm -hmm. has its own sequels. Yes. Yeah. Which, when that started out, it's like that was the sequel. Yeah. Not like that's a good the point. first game starting a new revolution. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I always think of them as they're like Mario Brothers is the one off game to like the franchise that's Super Mario, but really, like you said, it was yeah. a follow up yeah. to Mario Brothers. And it seems like Mario Brothers is always overlooked, right? Yeah. I, it didn't even come to my mind when I was putting my list together. I hate to say it. But we had a bit of confusion, too, when we were, like, talking about the list. Yeah, when I was saying it, you all thought I was talking about Mario Brothers. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm yeah. like, no, versus Super Mario Brothers. Um, I, I've seen, like, uh, videos, too, of it. Like, another difference. Isn't there, like, purple lava in the uh, castles, too? What? Like, Bowser's Castle? Like, I think I saw, like, purple lava or something like that. Am I not remembering that? I don't correctly? know about that. So, <laughs> what were you on when you were playing that game? <laughs> I might have been on some pills. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't remember that. But uh, some of the boards, I think, had, like, a purple hue, like, to the sky. Maybe that was what I'm but, remembering. Um, I don't remember. But the jumps were wicked. Some purple and they had the there. wind. <laughs> so, yeah, some of the boards, uh, much later on, like, I, I don't remember which ones they are. It's like five, six, or seven, something like that. That uh, it would have the wind effects, like how Super Mario Bros. 2, the Japanese version, mm -hmm. had. That, it, you know, you jump on a trampoline, and it's, you just kind of see, like, these... Like little pixels that kind of represent indicates the wind. motion of the yeah. wind, yeah. And, and you just kind of like take off. <laughs> <laughs> and it's designed, of course, to take your quarters. So you're like, there's just like a, just this like gigantic pit, like a mile long, and you just don't even see yourself for like a good, you know, like five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> it's like, you know, trusting that you're gonna land. Yeah, <laughs> it's like early from. game physics, right? Not that great. <laughs> Well, I was, um, it, it, but it, you were talking about how like glorious that marquee was in your mind, you know, and then I saw, we, we have the video footage mm -hmm. that we're playing over the top of this one yeah. on your cabinet and you had the Versus Super yeah. Mario marquee and yeah. we put it up on the, uh, yeah, that was one I specifically sought out. Yeah. That's super cool. It is cool. Yeah. I have to admit. And it's got that distinct Nintendo look that the arcades had, you know, like, you know, and I, I was many. realizing too that really that artwork is pretty much the same artwork just colorized that's in the instruction manual that you know how there's those kind of little black and white line drawings oh, yeah. Sure, yeah. like you know where like you mario would pick up the mushroom and it kind of shows him growing big and mm -hmm. it, it would demonstrate like jumping on goombas and stuff that it it's that same style that i i didn't really realize until i kind of was looking at it the other day 
Hmm. Where did you see it again? Like we established like where we thought maybe Mark had seen it. Uh, where did you see it? You know the um, there was I, I forget what it was like a little. It, it wasn't a Seven Eleven, but that kind of like a convenience store kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the name of it, but there was like a little convenience store that was across the street from my church, and they had it there for mm. a short period of time, and. I remember playing it there. Was it called like Convenient Mart? Something not, like that. Okay, because okay. I remember yeah, there was like a chain that like around. Uh, there, there was also the uh, the Village Eight uh, movie theater. There was it wasn't the theater, but there was like a little mini- indoor miniature golf place that was mm-hmm. next door to that. Yeah, it, and I saw it there. Oh wow! And that's all I can remember. Huh? I wonder why I never really got to see it though. That's. And there's another time I saw it, like at some arcade in California. I don't even think I've ever seen it in the expos or anything. Like, if, do you remember seeing it in the expos? I think so. Really? Yeah, I think so. Damn. You'll have to point it out to me yeah. if we like if we come across it. Yeah, I wanna I wanna be able to play it, and I guess we we have played it on your main station. But I wanna I wanna play it with a joystick. Like mm-hmm. to play Mario with yeah. a joystick has got to be a different experience than using yeah. the game. Yeah, that's got to be interesting, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> It, uh, it, it can't be, it can't feel as natural. Well, you could probably well, try, like, the NES Advantage, right? If you want to try oh, the NES. Yeah, but you the, know? the NES Advantage <laughs> always, to me, felt very stiff. You know? Yeah. Plus, like, you know, like, if you remember the NES Advantage, like, you couldn't hold it in place, like... It, it's pretty unwieldy, right? Yeah. You know? The really unit like system, like, the Nintendo unit system, like, those controllers, it's kind of like, you, you remember how Donkey Kong's controller was? Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like that. Okay, okay. They always feel a little loose, right? I don't know if yeah, that's because of it, age, but it's just kind of wiggly and wobbly. Yeah, it, it very much so. It's it's frustrating to play a Donkey Kong unit nowadays because oh, many know. of them are yeah. kind of loose. And yeah. It adds to the difficulty that's already kind of set sort of high yeah. <laughs> when you have a loose controller. Yep. Uh, but then again, you have a built-in excuse if you die. So right. <laughs> you, you, you blame the controller. The oh, oh yeah, that's... yeah. Because I, I notice, like, if I play Donkey Kong like on an emulator, and you're playing it with like you know some new like controller with a D-pad, it's so much easier. Yeah. Than playing it like in the arcade. And with, then I go to the expo and, and I'm horrible at yeah. it, and I'm like, what's going on? I think that's why kids nowadays think that the games are so much easier because that's what they play them on. Now, yeah, on yeah. Emulators. probably. Yeah. You know, they don't, and they didn't... save states and all those oh, yeah. things, you know. Please, get There's out no of continue. Come on. Rewind. <laughs> cool. Um, gosh, uh, is there anything else about Versus Superman? It's it's a very Nick pick, and I say yep. that with all due respect. We were very big Nintendo people, too, Martin yep. and I. But Huge. You had it three. You <laughs> forced it into the top ten. <laughs> Brute forced it in. <laughs> And, you know, like I say, I don't necessarily consider it okay, but you, you kind of convinced me that it, it does have their, their roots there. It belongs. It, you should think of it as well, I mean, you know. Because it when, is a sequel to a timeless arcade yeah. game. Yeah, and, and when you think of, like, your top just video games of all time, I mean, Super Mario Brothers is always up there. So Oh, video games of all time? Yeah. So Without I, question. So I had oh, yeah, to get definitely. it in there with the arcade games, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Fine, whatever. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> I'm not going to hate you for that. I mean, I love that <laughs> game too, but it's just a great, great game. Okay, uh, so that takes us to number nine, Nick. What's uh, next on the countdown? Uh, what was number nine? So Q- exciting. We're in the uh, top ten. Yeah, number nine is Cubert. <laughs> oh, Cubert. Cubert. I love Cubert. Now we're talking Frustrating about game. Frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> it is frustrating, but man, Cubert is so cute. It's worth it, <laughs> you know? Um, 
I, I when I think of keyword, I just think '80s, man. I think of the cartoon from the you know the art. What was the Super K Saturday Super K. Oh yeah, yeah, the Saturday yeah. Super K. Yeah. Where they're like '50s style, the '50s kinda, style, wearing like the sweater, like right. Letterman sweater. <laughs> yes, yes, and like Coily and his gang look like greasers. Yeah, yeah. Like, like it's Forgot straight up out of Grease, but with Kubrick characters. Yeah, uh, but it man, that game is super, super colorful. It's very colorful. Yeah. It's a beautiful game, yeah. honestly, and uh, and the the artwork on the cabinet is just super beautiful. I, yeah, I mean, I always love that artwork. The, the yellow. Yeah, I get. Oh yeah, the yellow. Good point. It's like oh, that yeah. yellow for Super Mario Three. Like you spot it from. Oh, the definitely. What, it, yeah. what is it about yellow? Uh, <laughs> it's just unusual. I mean, it's unusual. And yeah, that's. I mean, because can you think of many that have used yellow? I don't know. It better be a many. special game. That's for yeah. one thing. If you look at the box art of Super Mario Three and like the side art for Cuber, you cannot go wrong with yeah. yellow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Great color. And, and the little boxes that he jumps on are very colorful and yeah. pleasing to the eye. He's got tons of personality for a game that came out in 1983. Um, you know, he's kind of got the pseudo swearing. I like that he pops up here and there in like pop culture, right? Like, especially oh, yeah. recently. He was yeah. in Wreck It Ralph. Oh yeah, he always seems to be on. I felt so bad. Yeah, though. yeah. <laughs> it's like why did they make Hubert like like he's he gets no love. He gets all love. That's he's, the problem. Well, his game got unplugged. Yeah, yeah. So you know, Ragged Ralph hands him the cherry from the the Pac Man cherry, and yeah. poor Hubert, you know, he's <laughs> just grateful to have his cherry. Well, I wonder if it's because and correct me if I'm wrong, there was never a sequel to Hubert, right? You're wrong. Oh, there was? Really? Okay. Well, <laughs> no, yeah. You really went out on the way. <laughs> I had a theory. I don't know. No, but yeah, I don't, I don't blame I don't you remember. An arcade sequel? I, yes. Really? And I don't blame anybody for never have hearing of this one. I'm guessing it wasn't I, Yellow Side. I've never, I was about to agree with you, Martin. I, I didn't think there was one. I, I've never seen it in the wild. But yeah, there's. it's called Kubert's Cubes. Okay. Oh, it's not even like a Cubert two. It's it's very different. The uh, the it still has like the cubes, but they're they're not so much the pyramid like before, and they're kind of separated out. They're they're not like touching each other, if that makes sense. Okay. And as you jump from cube to cube, the entire cube will rotate de- depending on which way you jump off of it. So like, you know, if you, if you jump off of it that way, it'll rotate that way. If you jump that way, it rotates that, that way. That sounds pretty and ambitious. And so each, yeah, right? each side of the cube, you know, has a color. And so it's the same kind of color matching thing. Uh-huh. And so you need to know what angle to come at to get it to flip the oh, right way. So it's way. almost like a puzzle in a way yes. also. Yeah. Now was that something wow. that came out like soon after Cubert, or did it was it like came out in the two thousand or something I, like that? Oh no no yeah it's a it's old yeah um, oh, it is I, old. I'd have to look up you know what wow. year it was but it huh. it's an old game That's something it, to look it's into not recent. Well maybe post in the comments if you've seen that in the wild and uh, let us know your thoughts about it. So I, I've never heard of it before. So. Yeah, or I can look up some video footage and like throw it over. Yeah, Nick talking about cool. it. You know, yeah, definitely. If I can find some, I mean, yeah. with YouTube nowadays, I mean, somebody must have, you know, some kind of video footage of it. Yeah, I would imagine that man. That would be a rare, pretty valuable machine. I would bet. I imagine. Yeah, yeah. Heard of it. like nobody else can see. Oh my it, but, god, oh, yeah, <laughs> that is that's crazy. What it looks like. But yeah, um, yeah. Let me find out. Yeah, they're really spaced out. out. I was not yeah. even. Picturing that in my mind. That might explain why Kubert's always like uh, on the homeless <laughs> side of the house. His sequel like yeah. bankrupted him. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Nobody liked my sequel. Kubert's um, Cubes. Maybe the 
Now, was there a board game of Cubert? Am I remembering that correctly? Like, you know, like they have those. It board came games. out in '83, also. Same year. It's called Cubert. It, if Cubert was '83, this one's '83. I think Cubert came out in '83. I've never seen that. But wow, they were like, "Whoa, we gotta get a sequel out fast." It, it looks. <laughs> it, it looks to just have used the Cubert um, cabinet. It'll just oh. and be like an upgrade. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. But. Uh, huh. I'm they sorry. couldn't have, was there that could have been a lot of, you know, there wasn't a lot of demand for that, I don't think. No. Which is funny because that was a really popular, I mean, that's in like a lot of people's top ten. Yeah. Cubert. Yeah. But nobody's ever heard of Cubert's Cubes. That's yeah. I, I totally do not blame you all for not hearing yeah. it. Yeah. guilty, never heard of it. <laughs> I, I never heard of it until MAME. Uh, that's where I found out about I'd it. I'd rather play that than watch Cubert, you know, and Josh Gad have children together like in this movie. <laughs> But not you were you were asking if there was a board game? Yeah, it's there was. There was. They yeah. made a board game for every one of those there early was. '80s classics, didn't they? Because mm-hmm. in your museum, I noticed you had like Zaxxon, Legend. Well, Legend of Zelda is not. I don't game, have the Cubert board game, but yeah, I didn't was. notice it. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. why I was wondering if they made it. Yeah, but they did make the Coleco version, didn't they? Was there a Coleco version of that miniature? Oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and I I do have that, but it, well, it wasn't Coleco. Because it wasn't like the same like shape as the Coleco ones. Uh, oh, they were knockoff versions. Like, yeah, it was kind of. I don't remember who put it out, but huh. it, it was. It looked different. Okay, I'll, I'll take a picture of mine. Gotcha. And, oh yeah, maybe you could put that up on the Facebook page. It the, the BitGeeks Cl- Facebook. Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, in my opinion, the the Coleco ones look better. I don't. I, don't I really love like, the way the Coleco. Ones I don't look. like the shape of the Cubert one, but but it's a good game though. Coleco ones right here. If I can. Grab it for you guys. And in fact, there's a. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah, so these, these, I mean, every, if you were a kid in the 80s, you had one of these for sure. Yeah. Oh, in yeah. Home. I've actually got this one, but the uh, the housing is missing on mine. Yeah, I, so. I love the style of the Coleco ones. Yeah. The, the Cubert nice. one doesn't have like the same kind of like, kind of like housed in area, mm-hmm. like for the screen. Yeah. You know, where it's kind of like. The screen's laid back and it's yeah. kind of like a little shelter kind of like tilted for it. back. Yeah. yeah, it it doesn't have that. Speaking of the Cubert mini arcade, I just recently bought the Cubert mini arcade from Walmart. Well, and that's what I was going to talk about. It's really nice because the Walmart, the you? Walmart yeah, one yeah. is and exclusive. And I bought Rampage. There's another. <laughs> oh yeah. It was on my list. I had to buy it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I would have bought Joust, but they were out of stock. So, <laughs> hey. I, I gotta be right, guys. Joust okay. and Rampage. <laughs> okay. No matter how bad they are. <laughs> but that Walmart one is exclusive. There's another one out there that looks very, very similar to it, but it's the old. It, it's like it's like that Coleco style like LCD game yeah. though. They sell them at Toys R Us. With, yeah, they yeah. have those everywhere else. Not See, these are as good as Walmart. Whatever. One. See, these are series two. But I That's like the, the way that cabinet looks in the Toys R Us version. I think that cabinet looks kind of it looks cooler than the one from Walmart. The ones yeah. from Walmart are kind of flat. And, uh, yeah, they're not that great. I mean, the side of their art looks cool. But they're when you, similar yeah. but slightly different. Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of the graphics, the the uh, mini arcade Pac Man version. Like the newer version of it, mm-hmm. they kind of cheaped out because it still looks like LCD graphics. It yeah, it, it kind of it, it kind of acts like it moves like a space at a time yeah. rather than like kind of a fluid motion. And, and it's not as good as like this uh, Space Invaders or the Frogger game. Like those look no. really good. And then even the uh, what's the the mini uh, 
keychain arcade that oh, just like came the ones out. from Cracker Barrel. Yeah. Oh, like we had on the, the those first are, episode. Those are actually better than, <laughs> than oh, wow. the larger size. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Now, I did also notice there's an Asteroids version for uh, the mini yeah. arcade at Walmart. I haven't played it, but, but I've seen it. But it's really hard to play. Like, the screen blinks a lot, and it's just not well done. I imagine that well would be tricky to do in the style of those little arcades. Yeah. Due to those vector-style graphics yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it doesn't look very good. Man, I, it's disappointing. You know. But I had I had my doubts, bad reservations on that one. It looks cool, but yeah. Now, have you guys seen that Kickstarter Centipede uh, game that's out there? Oh yes. yeah, yeah. That looks fantastic. Please make yeah. other arcade yeah. versions of those. <laughs> yes. Oh man, the it just the detail. It's a beautiful yeah. thing. I'll, I'll have to throw up some images of that too. Yeah. Like, yeah. And if you were in on it at a certain date, like you got it at a really discounted price, like seventy or eighty dollars. Oh wow. That's Whereas a steal. normally it's like two hundred dollars. Oh wow. Um, but you know, I, I assume if it's very successful, they'll start because that's their mission is to put out as many of those old arcade games. Well, as I'm seeing yeah. a trend now where you know like, people are starting to put these things out and, and get more commercial about them. So. Yeah, yeah. And are they like, are they like six inches tall? They're they're pretty tall. I, don't I can't remember, remember if they're six inches sure. or ten yeah, inches. Yeah, I don't taller. remember. Yeah. Oh man, I I would just I can just envision like on my like shelf having like them because you know how we have the little minis from the Cracker Barrel lined up and yeah. for a yeah. few seconds you can have like kind of an attract mode on all of them. Yeah, right. it looks so cool, but the if, battery. If you like, squint, it. it's like you're in yeah. the arcade. Yeah. Right? <laughs> from far away, it looks yeah. just like an arcade. Now those I bet have like the larger battery and stuff. Like you probably could just leave those running. Right. Yeah. And it would just look glorious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I digress. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why they started with Centipede. I know they got Atari's license and everything. It's pretty it's, popular. I mean, Centipede, you know. I know. But which actually, it's not on any of our lists. No. It? Which is <laughs> no. kind of shame which, on us. because it's a fun game. I love Centipede. Yeah. But yeah I, and I love the artwork on that, on the side. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's classic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It looks great. But, uh, but uh, man, I almost pulled the trigger on that thing. It's just like one of those games where it's like... Oh, you should have. <laughs> <laughs> I... I'm thinking it was closer to $100. Do it, do now. it. I know, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I can't do that. I got a family of those <laughs> um, Anyways, um, this isn't about Cinefeed. Put your just... PayPal email below, and we oh, need donations for... If, if it had been Qbert, I would have done it. Yeah. I would have slept outside of my car <laughs> with the glow of Qbert keeping me Well, maybe we need to start a Kickstarter for Qbert. I don't know how to make those things. <laughs> I can, like, kickstart the idea of the Kickstarter for them. Yeah. All right, so back to Qbert. Yeah. <laughs> awesome game i love it, it it's it, it's one of those games it's like really simple to play but gets super hard really fast well but uh did you know though that there you know like every time you hop on one of those discs and coily jumps off the edge of the screen and he's like Aah. yeah yep did you know that the cabinet actually had a, me a mechanism inside that it would like it would hit the side of the cabinet like when Coily jumped off to like mimic that sound. And it's I, like, I've heard of that. No. And, and, yeah. yeah, and it makes like a loud like knock. Like inside the cabinet? Inside the cabinet, like... yeah. And I never really knew That's some Chuck E. Cheese level stuff thing. right there, man. Yeah. <laughs> the the Qbert at Zanzibar is that mechanism works. And if, oh, if you wow. play Qbert at Zanzibar, Coily will jump off and it, it, it'll... Did it freak you out? Yeah, you? it kind of... You're like, what the... <laughs> you know, when it first I'm like, what happened? <laughs> no, I, I've... I really, yeah, it really surprised me when I heard wow. it. Now, we mentioned it was loud. It, it's really loud. We, we've mentioned in the past, like, some of these games, like, where we just kind of missed that generation of arcades mm -hmm. and, like, Keyword, I think, kind of fits into that a little bit. Yeah. I have... It's kind of on the tail end of that, you know? Yeah, I have 
fonder memories of wanting it for like Atari 2600 and mm-hmm. playing it a lot on that. Yeah. But only because I'd seen, you know, well, I saw the cartoon and I had seen the arcade. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I guess because we were on the tail end of that phenomenon, um, we probably, if we did see it, that mechanism just didn't function. Yeah. Properly. Yeah. I, uh, my I understanding is it. that it broke a lot. Yeah. And, and so, you know, it just, it broke and it never got fixed. Sure. And, you know. Who makes Cure? That, they're not your typical, it, uh, uh, it's like, I don't know how to pronounce it. Gottlieb or I something. think it's Gottlieb. Gottlieb. Yeah. 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 I wonder whatever happened to them. You know, like, well, I guess Cuber 2 failed. <laughs> Cuber, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I, I, you know, it's not a company that I really recognize. Yeah, it's, I, I don't know them for any other game. <laughs> Cuber is like yeah. the only game that I've heard that name for. They just hit lightning in a bottle with Cuber, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I think they did some other random games. Um, interesting fact I worked with a guy that, uh, was head of their marketing for a while, and he was there when they developed Qbert. Oh yeah, and uh, he remembered telling me the story about like the uh, the cuss word text and things like that. Yeah. And when he they first saw like the isometric view that the developer made and those kind of things. So does he have any of that old promotional like stuff? Like I uh, I've kind of lost contact with them, oh, but man. you know it's one of those things that I might have to dig them up. That'd be and, really and see, cool. Yeah. yeah, I would love to see some yeah. old. Just some old paperwork or something. You know, yeah, like definitely. Make a manual for the arcade or something. I don't yeah, know. that would be neat. So yeah. just some, just send me that paint. What what type of paint? Yellow color was that? You know, yeah. so I can paint my like room yeah. in it. <laughs> you know how kids will like, in their mind, like think that they're like really really good at some game or whatever. When really they're probably not really that great. They're just right. the best in their house. Cubert was like, <laughs> yeah. Cubert was that for me. Like oh, in my yeah. mind, I thought like I was just like the best Cubert player ever. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, the best I kinda, on the street. Yeah. Like, cause I remember like playing it at Chuck E. Cheese thinking like, I'm really good at this game. Yeah. You, know? I, you know, I probably would get to like the second board or something. I don't know. Well, no, that's no, a, lots of kids. Are that, like that's that. further than I got. Cause I remember the, you know, the roller rink, my local roller rink, it was like, that thing ate my quarter so fast. Yeah. And that's maybe why I didn't like it, because it was just a quarter machine, right? It's just like, yeah. it took a while to figure out the controls first, right? Yeah, right, right. And then well, to see what it on arcade, was that just like the your art, your controller didn't really match what it was oh, made for? No, yeah, yeah, because it's, we're, we're it doing like it. It's impossible. It's got to be diagonal. It, it, yeah. It's got to yeah. be, I mean, because my controller will do eight directions, but the problem is it doesn't know that you know down and left is down left it's it's actually a four-way joystick turn turned okay yeah. you know Interesting. so it's you you kind of have to kind of envision in your mind what it's going to be like and kind of shift yourself over to be or they at least angles. have to have you at least have to play it on like a console where they've programmed it to like you know, where down means down right, and you know, yeah, like, yeah. like that kind of. Thing. I, I remember playing it like on the uh, NES, the NES version, that I would like hold my controller kind of. Oh, yeah. oh that's smart. And and nice. play it that way, and you know, and then you know, it's no problem at all. Yeah. Right. But you just you have to. Adjust. Yeah, you get going really fast, like almost like you're one step ahead with like you know you would register the movements and like Hubert's catching up to what button press you just did. Yeah. I remember like feeling mm-hmm. that way. Like mm. it was a frame or two behind whatever input you registered to it. Yeah. Wow. But I, yeah, whenever you get to the point where you would have to do like multiple colors, oh man. Yeah. That's when you start cursing the game, <laughs> especially when that little dude comes down and changes your colors, like oh, all the progress you've made already. That's pain. Oh, uh, you know, when I was talking about like playing as a kid and thinking like I was so great, 
I, I would get to where it was like ug and wrong way, jumping on the sides of the cubes. And that was like the point where it's like, you know, this is how far I've gotten and this is amazing. Yeah. Like, I'm so good. You're right. right. <laughs> that was, that was the bar. And, and I'm pretty, and I'm pretty sure that's the second board. <laughs> How many boards are in Cubert, by the way? Oh, Does I, it repeat? Or I what? have no idea. It probably does yeah, repeat like a Pac-Man. Or does something. it ever end? Probably not. Probably not. Like, that's just how arcades did back in yeah. the day. Well, you know, I mean, because it, it does, the arcade version does actually have, like, levels where it'll have, like, a little introduction. Like, this is level one, and then there's, like, four mm-hmm. boards, and this is level two, and there's four boards. Because mm-hmm. I think I've gotten as far as, like, level four but Whoa. just for that fact alone that there is graphics for showing what level you're on yeah it's gotta maybe it's stop at some point but it probably <laughs> just starts over again like yeah well probably oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah nowadays we're so accustomed to get reaching an end and then you get credits and then that's just it because I mean, yeah. what which game was it crystal castles was like the first game to actually have an ending yeah that's what i was just thinking about and, that too uh, that's an interesting fact i, I don't know <laughs> if I don't remember if Q-Bird is before or after Crystal Castles. I don't either. So hmm. Around the same time. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that, that was a classic game. Very unique. Uh, That's a fun game, too. And they've had that at the Expo. The little, I've seen little it. Arcade it is, Expo. It, I like the way it responds. Oh, yeah. Little, like, uh, ball or whatever. The track, yeah, the trackball. It, yeah. it, it responds really well. Oh, yeah. So that that's a game that I would have liked to have played if I'd seen it. But yeah. I only seen it in pictures and stuff. Never that really should come after arcades. Centipede. You know, on the Kickstarter. <laughs> well, they had already have like, yeah. the thing. That's another thing, yeah. too, about the Kickstarter, as I was thinking in my head, it would be great if, like, they did some any other game that didn't have a trackball, because then you could hack it, maybe, and put other ROMs on it, at least. Uh, yeah. But, no, it's very it's a setup very specific for Centipede. Uh, yeah. Well, do uh, Crystal Castles. Yeah, yeah I guess. You know, yeah. There, there were other, like, mar- like Marble Madness, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> right. That was a fun game. Yeah. Give me a break. That's a pool game. Oh my god! <laughs> Golden tea, why not? Yeah. <laughs> See, okay, all right, I like where you're going with yeah, this. Yeah. All right, well, that's that. I guess that's it for Cuber. Yeah. Uh, what's next on the list? All right, so number next, eight. Next on the list. Oh, you'll like this one. All right, so is no, it? Could it be number eight? Dragon's Lair. Oh, oh yeah, Dragon's Lair. So how many of us said Dragon's Lair? I know you it? did, Nick. Uh, so you you had it number four. Number four. Uh, wasn't on my list. It's um, okay. It's all right. It's okay. I, you Did know, I, what? Oh, you guys yeah. didn't have Rampage. I, so I had it number 12. Like, Dragon's Lair is not much of a game. It really is. No, a, it, it's it, really a video. <laughs> if I'm honest, it's an, you know, it's that like quick, what do they call them? Click time event type games that people hate nowadays. Yeah. For PlayStation. And quick time. Yeah. yeah. Quick time. Yeah. People hate those style of games, but for what it was, it came out in 1983 as well. Yeah. Um, it just was unbelievable that it was in an arcade. But cabinet. when everything else were like these squares and pixels yeah, and whatever, yeah. Dragon's Lair was like a cartoon. Yeah, I mean, it was revolutionary. I mean, it was yeah. state of the art. Professional, I mean, like Don Bluth. Like, people oh, yeah. knew who Don Bluth was. Yeah. And, you know, it was, I mean, I was never into like Dungeons and Dragons necessarily, but I liked fantasy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, who who didn't want to, like, rescue the princess? Like, it was, like, the OG Mario, like, rescuing the princess. <laughs> right. from, but there was right. a dragon that was Koopa, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, that that game for me is just, my brother is similar to you. Maybe it's something about older brothers and, you get, like, building stuff up in your head and makes yeah. something seem more enticing. But I know I'm not the only one. That Dragon's Lair is a game that is culturally... It's a phenomenon, dude. Oh, yeah. You know, I remember seeing that in, like, TV shows and movies and uh it was like in game shows and like there was that 
Starcade or whatever, yeah. where like you know the kids yeah. would compete. Yeah, that was always the yeah. best episode. Is if Star <sighs> or Dragon's Lair is on Starcade. Uh huh. <laughs> Good luck with that yeah. one, kids. Right. Right. <laughs> and, and my brother no was like one of the few people that like I ever talked to that routinely could beat it. You know, in the arcades. Wow. And uh, you know, he, he I just would, I'm gonna have to would, meet this guy because I'm impressed. Well, unfortunately, he's passed away. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, that's okay. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he he would always tell me about this game, and then I would always try and impress him. Like I was always looking for that home port, you know, coming out. And Sega CD was like the closest mm. you ever got. Mm -hmm. But I only saw Dragon Slayer once ever anywhere, and it was like in a gas station of all places. Really? Wow. Yeah. I used to play okay. it at Chuck E. Cheese. Huh? Is that right? Yeah. I just didn't notice it there. Um, but you know, he he would tell me, he would regale me with stories about how like people would just gather around because it was an expensive game. He would oh, yeah. regale me. He would yeah. regale us. <laughs> gather around, yes, yes, yes. by the campfire. <laughs> yeah, well, it was you know, it, it was like watching Michael Jordan play basketball. Like apparently, like my brother, you know, like they would know he would come and they would yeah. he would put in his fifty cents and beat the game because he wow. had all the like you know things memorized, which is amazing yeah. because. As we've beaten that drum again and again and again, yeah. there was no internet. You didn't have places you could go and just. Yeah, I mean, I, it's hard enough to beat now, and we have the internet. Yeah, to yeah, look up the I, codes I can't even, and the process to I, it. I just can't even imagine just in that day and age realizing what needed to be done and memorizing those patterns. Yeah, you didn't and, even know how long the game went on for, I guess. Yeah, really. I, I couldn't even imagine. Wow. Um, but, you know, he. He would, and he would always tell me these stories too about how, I mean, yeah, the game was, it was, was kind of rare. Not every place had it because it was an expensive game, but it also broke down a lot. Because yeah. right. it, it was a laser disc. It was system, laser right? disc, so it was out of order quite a bit. I mean, that was also pretty revolutionary at the time. For sure. Yeah, and there were other games in that that you know that they made in that yeah. laser disc style that was popular, I guess. But yeah. I never cared about like Space Ace, for example. Yeah. What? Mad Dog McCree. Was that yeah, right. yeah, I think that was LaserDisc. I don't I think, think so. I ever saw a Space Ace out in the wild. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember seeing a Space Ace and a Dragon's Lair at uh, the E-Town Mall. Oh, they yeah. had both those, yeah. I know, like, Dragon's Lair 2 was at uh, the River Falls yeah. Mall. Mm. Which I watched yeah. my brother and, try and beat. And a Mad Dog McCree. They I've seen Mad Dog McCree. In a, I think I yeah. saw the Lens Castle, actually, once, too. Oh, yeah? I believe I so. That. Yeah, mm. Off to the side, nobody ever picked but do it. I mean, yeah. and you, you know, I mean, it would. I don't know. <laughs> granted, I was quite a bit younger than your brother. Yeah. Because, like, I, I never even, when I was the kid, you know, never once got the concept of, like, what exactly I was supposed to be doing. Right. Well, my bro we're I the same age. My brother was, like, 12 years older than me. Yeah, so, so he, I, yeah. I basically was just yeah. watching myself die. And, and, you know, and since it was set to where, like, it didn't force you to beat the room that you were in. Mm -hmm. And so then it would randomly take you somewhere else. Yeah. And so I would see a lot of different rooms because, and I think they were maybe set up to where, you, you know, the ones like you had five lives that, you know, it gave you a lot of lives because you yeah. died all the time. Yeah. yeah. So I would see quite a bit of the animation and loved it. Yeah. But, I, you know, I don't think I ever like once actually like pressed something when I was supposed well, to. Well, sometimes you would get it because it would give you, like, those obvious cues, like a beep or a flash. Yeah. But it's could, like that. It's like, you know, if you're not paying attention, you, you're really going to miss it, right? It for sure felt lucky, but that's all it took was, like, a few times, you mm -hmm. know, and you yeah. feel, like, accomplished. 
but I mean, we've seen Dragon's Lair at the expos and stuff, and we always get a little excited because like we we kind of get an idea yeah. of what games are going to be there, and you'll say yeah. like, "Oh, Dragon's Lair is going to be there." We got to like prepare. Yeah, because you know? yeah. because I have since beat the game. Because yeah. at, at one time I did have it memorized when I finally figured out how it worked. You mm-hmm. know? I've never beaten it in the arcades, but I've beaten it many but, times. But like, yeah, on, like, the, home the day will arcades. come that we'll mm-hmm. beat Dragon's we'll Lair. And 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 everyone will gather around. <laughs> so man, that'll be. A, I'll just have a tear in my mind, like tear in the eye. So so my is brother that... will be looking down. On <laughs> Shooting star. Goes yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> so is that the game that you're gonna try and beat at the expo in 2018? Yeah, if it's there. Is that your goal? Yeah. Okay. Well, we're gonna do we're gonna do a let's play on it too probably. yeah and they'll they'll usually release like the uh the lineup of games and so mm-hmm. if yeah. you know if we see dragon's lair on that lineup yep. start practicing and be ready that's to... what i'm saying like we kind of get an idea what the like list is going to be yeah and yeah. Uh, a handful of times you have pre-warned me and you know i'll get kind of excited and you know like it, and it will I'll, I'll write some stuff down but you know we get to the expo and we play it and we nobody if you get there early enough like yeah. nobody's waiting to play it we'll get kind of far into it we'll beat some stuff if you get there and like when they first open like that friday mm-hmm. you got like the whole floor to yourself yeah but unfortunately like a lot of people you know don't come that early a lot yeah. of them will like come like on saturday morning yeah. or something but and by it, noon, it's packed. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. gets so busy there, right? That game was really unforgiving. Like we we shot video footage also of us all trying out Dragon's Lair, and I was sucking hard at it. Yeah. Like I couldn't hardly do anything, you know. So I, I got to practice up, you know, whether it be an emulator or whatnot, you know. I, I can, Ron's a little rusty. Oh, really rusty. <laughs> In fact, a lot of the footage that we shot, and like I'm showing it, and I'm piecing together or I'm thinking about putting it together in my mind and I'm like man people are going to think I suck at arcades because I am not doing good at any of these at all <laughs> like, well, and if it's a fighting game Nick's kicking all of our buttons oh, yeah, practically yeah. but yeah Dragon's Lair this, that, that's like my game like I feel like that's the game like how many times have I said Dragon's Lair on the Big Geek podcast oh, 24 yeah, episodes yeah. in I mean wow. you know it, I picture like you know those like keyword hot like maps or whatever you see yeah. online and stuff like that one dragon's Lair would be like right in the middle huge and then there'd be other stuff like ninja turtles transformers nice, right, right. <laughs> but i love dragon's lair if nothing else just for what it means to me like with my brother and and i just loved it anyway i mean they made a cartoon out of yeah, it yeah i love that cartoon yeah that was yeah, a good Dirk cartoon a yeah. cool character Definitely and daphne's good. like well you know like she was animated by, you know, Playboy. Like, she was drawn by Playboy artists. So she didn't look that way that. in the cartoon, but, you know. No, 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 no. <laughs> she had that thing, like, you know. Like, they, they toned her down a little they bit. They toned her the down cartoon. a little bit. But yeah. I love the arcade, too, they got that attract mode. And she's like, to slay the dragon, use the magic sword. To, to slay the dragon, <laughs> use the magic sword. Oh my, God. <laughs> my magic sword was like. <laughs> Just kidding. It's a cartoon. What am I saying? It's getting um, a little uncomfortable over here. <laughs> Generating a little bit of heat over here. Yeah, whoa. Sorry. I'm kidding. Down boy. Back then, yeah, but not now. Sure. <laughs> uh, but, you know, Dragon's Lair, man, I love that game. Now, that's a game that I would love it's to back get. back here, right? Yeah, yeah it there is. it is. Yeah, it's, it's right. Well, you can't see it. You can't it see it, here, but yeah. I've got it in my little, you know, wall of, of artwork from yeah. Rusty Shackles. She's that a little bit awesome. uh, more revealing in his. You might have to pull, yeah, it, rusty, pull that down rusty, real quick. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I will pull it down. 
Here it is. So there, there's Rusty's artwork. Awesome artwork. Yeah. I, you know what? I, I feature all his artwork in the background, and I've even told him that like I use it for my podcast or whatever, but I've never actually shouted him out. Jay King. That dude's oh, a super yeah. talented guy. I'll have to throw a link to, um, what is it, Tabletop Fetus or whatever is the site that he has uh, all of his Yeah, I think that's on. the name of it. Yeah, I've, like, I've got a lot of his stuff, too. Yeah. Mm. He's a super nice guy, and he shows up at a lot of like expos in mm-hmm. the areas, the region that we live in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, yeah, for sure, go check him out. Like, he, he sells his artwork really reasonably. Oh, very. So, you know, um, if you have, like, a little, like, man cave area and you want to decorate your stuff with this awesome, like, nostalgic video game art check him out cannot go wrong he'll treat you right okay um well i guess that's the end for dragon's lair right yeah that's dragon's lair all right so moving on all right number seven frogger oh man frogger Frogger. was it great game high on my list i don't think it was on my list i believe so that was so well and I, I you know that's a game that was very playable in the 2600 like you know they weren't all super playable but that yeah. one was <clears throat> uh, seen it in arcades all over yeah yep e- even uh, even after many years after it originally came out in 81 I still saw it in a lot of places it hung on for a while long time not not quite like a pac-man or whatever but it definitely hung on for quite a while. It had like that, that wood grain like finish on the front. <laughs> yeah. Like oh, all the other, yeah. most of the other arcades. Just missed like the seventies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That just reminds well me of the twenty six hundred when we're talking about it. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Wood exactly. grain finish, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just like a station wagon from the seventies. <laughs> Everybody's basement was wood something, wood panels, wood grain, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but that that game was uh, just a really tight feeling game. Oh yeah. Uh, very responsive. Um, and it's it, I mean, you know, like if a, a car hit like a pixel of your foot, you're dead. Yeah, yeah. Very, um, very precise game. Mm-hmm. I love too how like the game is like in layers. Like you cross in the street, and that's a game in itself. Yeah. And then you're moving on to like a swamp, you know, like the river or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and then of course, like you're not quite out of the woods yet. You get. You know, if you make it past the, the highway and you make it past, like, the disappearing turtles that you can hop on or, like, whatever's crawling on a log, mm-hmm. then you got to line up that perfect, you know, space in the end. You got those little cutout areas. Like, oh, you got to yeah. be perfect on yeah. those. Yeah. There's no forgiveness on those either. Right. Yeah. So. And then the next levels after that, they've got the crocodile in and out of those spaces. Too. Oh, yeah, so yeah. They would appear and disappear. Yeah, yeah and... Uh, 
you know, there was like that middle area that kind of separated the road and the river. Mm-hmm. But later on, then there's a snake stuff in there. Yeah, so yeah. in that middle area, so you can't just you know sit tight. There. You could not sit tight. The whole no. point of that game was to keep you moving. And, and even dodging all this stuff, there's a timer going, so you got to do it quick. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, there's a timer, so you, it's not like you could like backtrack too much. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you'd you, have you, to backtrack. You couldn't just wait around for a good opportunity because you no. just run out of time. But even if you tried, in most cases, like the, everywhere on the screen is something's designed to make you move. Oh yeah. So it's really genius on on the you know the developers' part to to keep you moving fast. Mm-hmm. And but but you had to be kind of patient. You couldn't just go flying through. And it's mm-hmm. that's the thing too is you're so tempted to fly through. Um, a lot of times I would die just because I'd be impatient. Um, you know what I mean? Like one of those yeah. kinds of games where like you just, it's, it's not hard to play, but it can get, if you die because it's unforgiving, you start to get frustrated and that's when you start speeding up. So, I mean, it's, this is another one of those like hallmarks of a good game that, you know, you can keep dying and coming back for more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I felt like I got my money's worth with that quarter, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It wasn't that hard to clear the first stage. And, you know, if you got a couple of boards in, you felt kind of accomplished. Whereas in, like, games like, you know, Rampage or Dragon's Lair, where really you didn't get your money's worth at all. Right. You're just, I mean, you did, because it was fun, but other games would reward you. Like, I guess that's another thing, too, is, like, games, arcade games back in the day didn't have an ending or a story. It was just repeat, repeat, repeat. So, you know, you could... I guess they didn't feel like they had to make it so gimmicky where you had to die to keep you playing. You know, you just they knew that you would keep playing because you were trying to beat your high score. Right. If, I, if I'm not mistaken, is it Crystal Castles that was the first one to have an ending? Well, I don't know. That'd be an excellent factoid. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to say it's Crystal Castles. So, like, you beat the game, it's over, like that kind it of thing? It actually had an ending, yeah. Wow. And, uh, you know, I don't know followed but obviously ones like final fight like those sides going fighters oh yeah they right. did a there, yeah for sure there was a point to playing the game there was a story not all games had a story you know just there was just i mean they might give you a story where like but, the yeah, princess is was, captured or something when it was donkey kong and pac-man and frogger i mean they just you just it just kept getting harder and harder on and on and on until the game bugged yeah. out if it did have an ending it's because it yeah. bugged out right famously <laughs> like pac-man yeah uh, <laughs> but you know i and that's another game. Like I don't remember there being like a Frogger champion either. I'm sure there were. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there. Was. It doesn't seem like it was like one of those like really competitive games. It's a very light-hearted game. I feel like, mm-hmm. but everybody likes Frogger. Mm-hmm. And even got a second life in some of the like PlayStation era type stuff. Like they oh, came yeah. up with like 3D rendered yeah. Frogger games, mm-hmm. and those were fun too. I liked it. That was good. Yeah, yeah they were they good. were just fine, <clears throat> and it didn't stray too far from the concept. Yeah, Frogger is an excellent game. We can all agree that Frogger belongs in the top. Definitely. And in this case, since we all it got those bonus points for all of us having it, yeah, scooted it up in the top ten. Sure. But hey, it deserves it if we all think it's in the top twenty. Hmm. <laughs> Nick, what's next? All right, number six. All right, so here's I think like the first one where we each actually, and, and actually this one we each actually did pick different games. <laughs> But we combined them. Yeah. So and that made total sense. We we encompassed for number six Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat two, and Mortal Kombat three, which 
Mark, which one you, did you pick? You had said uh, Mortal Kombat. Uh, yeah, I and picked the first one. So you you picked Mortal Kombat. You ranked that fifth place. I picked Mortal Kombat two, which I mean I love Mortal Kombat, but it really peaked for me at two. Two really got me interested in it. Yeah. Even though yeah I did play one and I thought it was great and everything, but then two came out and like blew my mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I I put that at eleven. And, and honestly, and I had Mortal Kombat 3 is the one that I... Now, I initially had Mortal Kombat due to its groundbreaking, you know, game. You know, like it, it... There were... It wasn't the first game that featured digitized graphics. There were other games. Like, I remember the game Pit Fighter was yeah, one of those Pit games. Fighter. It was fun, but Mortal Kombat took it, like, to the next level. It, it was, um... It didn't feel gimmicky. Like, yeah, the fatalities were basically a gimmick. But the, it felt like a complete game. Like, it was, you know... And it was, like, you know, because the fighting games were popular at the time. They took a, a totally different... Con- they took a, a a burgeoning, like, technology. And they, they took that, and they were able to make it into a complete game. Mm-hmm. And they were, so they were able to ride that this new technology on top of the controversialness of the game. Being with, like, bloody and fatalities, mm-hmm. which, you know... Got parents all hot and bothered, and politicians. So naturally, like teenagers and kids are gonna flock to it even harder. And I don't even think that that was even a big deal until the home versions were coming out. It really wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, and I guess that's because like older kids hung out in arcades. Once you start talking about home consoles, parents will just pick up any game from their kid. Yeah. I experienced that myself. I remember when they just announced that ratings board. <laughs> and I don't know if it was Mortal Kombat, but it was a game that was mature rated. And, you know, like the kid came in with his pre order and the mom, you know, well, I wouldn't give it to him because he wasn't, he clearly wasn't 18. So I was like, I'm sorry, you know, you gotta have to have a parent pick this up. So he went out and his mom was like waiting outside. I'm sure she was having a long day. And she got all mad. Came in, started like cussing him out, telling him, like, you know, like, well, I already bought the game and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, do you even know what your kid's playing? I mean, I'm with you, kid. It's a fun game, and I'm, yeah. you know, you have to knock yourself out. I don't even care, but, like, the, the parent getting mad at me was, like, wow. Yeah. That blew me away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was graphic. Severe. Dismemberments and, you know, all kinds. You name it. I mean. Well, like, in a, especially, like, in 2. In 2, like, Kung Lao, like, slides on the Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but you know, yeah. For, but for me, Mortal Kombat Three, I liked that mechanic of the run button. It sped it up. That was the thing for me. Like, I liked Mortal Kombat, but it felt too slow for me. Yeah. When they added that run button, it sped it up so much. It it for me, it rivaled Street Fighter in my mind. It, you know, for me personally, it was fun. So it felt it was a bit gimmicky, but playable and fun. But it wasn't Street Fighter. I mean, like, it was always the king. Like, eh, all these these other games are just a fun side distraction. Yeah. I'm impressed with this game. It looks cool. Mm-hmm. And they're surely doing something unique here. Um, but, yeah, that run button at Mortal Kombat 3. But I initially said Mortal Kombat yeah. just because of, I was trying to give it D. Like, yeah, but then when we were talking about combining the two... I want to change the you're like, well, If you're going to combine them, I want to say Mortal Kombat yeah. 3 for my <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, and Mortal Kombat 2 is like one of the great surprises ever. 
Yeah. You know, in a time when like you had magazines and stuff like giving you previews. Yeah, we, it just popped out. It nowhere. just came up oh, yeah. out of nowhere. It was a no-brainer that it would came it would come out, but there was no like warning or you know preview of any kind. Like, because I remember oh, reading oh, about oh, development oh, of Mortal Kombat three oh, no, before it came out. Yeah, yeah. two just no, popped up. Was Mortal Kombat 2 the one that introduced babalities and friendships yeah. and all that stuff? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so silly. It's so cool because Mortal Kombat 2, it's like it's like almost like four times the original game, right? There's mm-hmm. so many more characters, fatalities, babalities, and things. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost chose it, but I actually own Mortal Kombat, the arcade machine, so it's got a special place in my oh, heart. Yeah, for, and sure. Just, for sure. Just... You know, the original game, when it came out, and just seeing that in the arcade, you're like, holy crap, what is this? Yeah, and that, know, that motion capture. so impressive. That motion capture really took off, too, after Mortal Kombat. I remember games like Primal Rage would come oh, out. Oh, yeah. And NBA Jam, too. <clears throat> same, you know? same style, yeah. yeah. Like what we said in the last episode when we were doing the 10 through 11, they were the same, you know, midway, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Same team. And uh, so they, they really pushed that technology to the limit. Nobody did it as good as they did. So they, they clearly had, yep. you know, whatever it was, expensive equipment, Yeah, like you know, to you make know, that happen. Primal Rage was popular at the time because, number one, it was on a big screen, you know. Yeah, it was on a big screen. It, not all arcade games at the time were on a big screen. It was only, no. only yeah. select few. So that was cool. It's on a big screen. Yeah. Dinosaurs, big dinosaurs and yeah. monsters. People loved it. The farting ape, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> chaos. Yeah, the the one you know, the one gorilla pukes, the other one farts. <laughs> yeah, you know, so it was edgy and people loved it. But then you know, when you get done with all that fluff, it's yeah. really not very good. Well, remember too that game because a lot of people, well, not a lot. Some some companies try to capitalize just on the violence alone. There was that game Time Killer, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. that uh, got a lot of people upset, you know, because it it was like the violence just for the sake of violence. Like they didn't put all that effort and time into balancing the game, making it a fun fighting game. Right. It was just violence, yeah. but depressing like, violence. Like Way of the Warrior on the 3DO. Ooh, maybe, boy. I mean that. Yeah, just because it was motion cap didn't combat, mean it was good. Yeah. But it was awful. Yeah. Everybody was trying to cash in on it. Yeah. Yeah, that and that that, that game, uh, the industry changed a lot because of that game. Oh, yeah. it, it's the reason why we have the ratings for it. I really right. think, yep. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Well, the games like uh, well, Night Trap Night were also, Trap, yeah. yeah. Um, and that was motion capture, and I guess it was just because it was for the first time like realistic people. I think you so. Know, yeah, they, they realistic were, like, violence. Yeah, realistic violence on realistic people. So yeah. that that's and that's really, I mean, what. When you get down to it, in movies, what constitutes like an R rating? Mm-hmm. You know, is there like murder? Is there nudity? Is whatever? You know, once you start getting into blood and things, then instantly it kicks up. You know, the, the sensitivity as far yeah. as censorship goes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Mortal Kombat, all of the games are pretty good, and they're still around. They're still you know, still well, they tallying it up. Not in arcades, but yeah, maybe all <laughs> until. Then, then there was four, and then however yeah, many they had their yeah. They, it wasn't all roses they, for yeah, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, they weren't that great, but all the two D ones were great. 
yeah. Yeah, they had that awkward foray into 3D. And then when 9 came out and they rebooted, it started getting good again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's cool. Oh, maybe they'll start rebooting into gay jam type games. That'd be funny. <laughs> um, all right. So that's uh, what was our number? Is that six? That was six. So, okay. Yeah, so six. we're to the top five. So number five, the top five. Here and we go. Here's another one that we combined: uh, the, the Ninja Turtle arcade games. So mm. Oh the, yeah. The first one, and then also Turtles in Time. So yeah, you actually said Turtles in Time, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Martin ranked Turtles in Time as eleventh place on his list. I had the first Turtle arcade game number six on my list, and you had the first Turtle arcade yeah. game number three on your list. Number three on my list. Yeah. yeah. So um, I was huge into the Ninja Turtles at the time. Oh, who wasn't? I mean, the cartoons and yeah. the comics. I mean, awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'll never forget when we were all like at, at the mall on a field trip. Yeah. It was out. And, there was uh, plenty of us that wanted to play it, so we all four of us. Yeah, so we played through it and beat the game, and the one guy kept stealing your quarters. Josh Roberts. Ran out. <laughs> I want my money back. <laughs> you owe me about $2.50, I figured. <laughs> uh, Plus interest and inflation, right? True that. True that. <laughs> we have $25. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that came out in 89. I guess. Yeah, so... Um, so the show was a couple years old yeah. by So then. the first game was 89, and then the second game was 91. Okay. So let's talk about the differences between the two games, because to me, the first one, even though it came out first, I think it actually looked cooler than the second I, I love the first one, but the second one, I think the sprites are more colorful, uh, maybe even a little bit bigger, more detailed. But I, but it, I, I feel like you love it. I, for whatever reason, even though there's like these clear advantages to the second one, I like the first one. I don't know why. Yeah. I tell you. Hmm. I, I just, I honestly, well, because I'll tell you one thing too. Like I like the characters in the first one way better. You know, you got Bebop and Rocksteady and Krang and Baxter and all the classics. Whereas in the second one, in uh, Turtles of Time, they kind of... Well, and like Krang alone, I don't like what they did to him in the second game. Mm -hmm. Like, he's got like He's flying around in that backpack. Yeah. I'm like, where did that come from? That felt like a step back. Yeah. You know? But the Turtles in Time was really fun. It was a really fun game. It, it for sure had more colorful sprites. No doubt about it. Yeah. And, I, I don't I, know if they were bigger or not, but they were for sure more colorful. It, some of the bosses... You don't even know who they are. There's like um, that uh, slime monster guy that was in the, the uh, where you go back in time to like the yeah. dinosaurs. Uh, yep. And it's like, well, it's just Mudman. <laughs> right, who's, right. Who's that? It's one of the mud monsters from Dragon's Lair. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but um, I, I like that you could flip the enemies towards you on the screen. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. It took that advantage really of cool. that like Super Nintendo style graphics. Like, that to me is one of the more impressive Super Nintendo games. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, it's a very good yeah. Super Nintendo game. It's, it's an awesome good. Super Nintendo yeah. game. Um, so you know, it, I like it quite a bit, but I would not put Turtles in Time in my top thirty, even. I don't think. But like, Turtles in Time did it even have uh, Bebop and Rocksteady at I all? I don't think so. Now the Super Nintendo did because they're dressed up as pirates, but in the arcade version, it was Pelka and Razor. Mm -hmm. They were ca 
cashing in on the Well, movie it was already hating on it because in the movie they weren't Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah, so they didn't even have Bebop and Rocksteady. And, it's uh, weird because they had, by then, in 91, they were like, what, three, four, five seasons into the show. They should have been able to just use the like popular the first characters. Board. The first Lord was Baxter and the Fly. The second Lord was... I uh, liked that it had Metalhead, because I thought he was cool. The third is that sewer, and there's not really a boss there. It's all those little pizza alien guys. Yeah. Then you're back in time. But that was in the show. The Mud Man. The Mud Man wasn't in the show, I don't think. Then... <laughs> Should have been. Yeah, right. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> then it's the Pirate Board, which is Token Razor. Then you go... Oh yeah, it's yeah. not a train. And so it's Leatherhead, which okay, Leatherhead. The set pieces, if you will, of Turtles in Time were pretty impressive. Then yeah. you go like to the future, and I guess that one's Crane, I guess, because you fight Crane a couple times. Yeah, you fight him yeah. on the first stage. Is that where you fight him on the in New York? Uh, you know, it's just some. It's I like it's like a skateboardy kind of future, like where you're flying on. Oh, the that's right. That's right. And then you're like, oh, and I always hated those stages. Then you're in like a space station. <laughs> I was about like that stage or like the stage in the first one that had the like helicopter things flying around everywhere. Yeah. Oh yeah, talk tough. about taking your money. Yeah. And so yeah, like you say though, it didn't really have like the characters. Like which one? Why not? I don't, I don't know. know. You had more seasons of those characters. You'd have more to pick from. And like I said, they did have Metalhead. They had Leatherhead, I guess, right? Metalhead was cool. Leatherhead was like, yeah, he's okay. Whatever. And Baxter as a fly was cool. It would have been neat if they could have got, like, Yo, uh, what's it, Yusagi Ojimbo in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that would have been awesome. neat. It yeah. was like a hidden character. And you oh, yeah. Cool. yeah. Oh, yeah. April Fool's Day joke. EGM yeah. gets us again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but, you know, yeah, so the first one, I think, just, like, resonates with me so much because it was so faithful to, like, the cartoon and the comic. Well, the cartoon. Not really the comic, but... You know, uh, the bosses were fun, memorable. The stages are all memorable. You know, you got April driving off a bridge. <laughs> Turtles getting kissed on the nose. I mean, it had everything. Yeah. <laughs> and again, it was just like one of those like four-player Konami classic beat-em-up games. And it hung around forever and yeah, ever and ever. And, you know, we're talking about the characters. And even though, like, the, the rock guys, General Trag and Granitor, mm. you know, even though they don't really appear in the cartoon all that terribly much. Right. They were really cool, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I like them. Yeah. yeah, I think, that, well, I guess they appeared in the uh, first, that five-part miniseries episode or yeah. whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're in that, but they weren't in it much. But, yeah, the toys were neat, and I remember, like, having the toys and playing with them. But I, and I would, like, recreate that arcade a lot with toys. Yeah. <laughs> Pretend I was playing in the arcade. Because, yeah. I mean, I had them all. You know, like, all the characters in the arcade were there. I didn't have to make anything up. So, you know. Um, what else can you say about TMNT? We did the Let's Play. That was we did the whole episode. Yeah, nice. if, if you're talking about like those four player beat 'em ups, I mean that that's it's the king awesome. for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's oh, yeah. the king, and there are a lot of good ones to pick from. Yeah, and and I mean that's kind of that's kind of why I really didn't pick Simpsons is because I felt like. I've got turtles, and that's like representing. It represents that, that genre group. of game. Yeah, I hear you. And I, I just and I had to land on the Simpsons because I was such a fan. And that they, if you were a fan of that of that cartoon or show, and you saw they they represented them so well, man, so faithfully. Mm-hmm. They didn't mail it in like a lot of times. 
in those days, if you had a licensed game, it felt mailed in all the time. Like they didn't really put any effort into it. But in those arcades, they really treated it with oh, yeah. care. Yeah. Made it a really good game. So, yep. So that's our number five. Is that what it was? Yeah. Number five. Yeah, number so five. Number four. We're getting, we're getting down into it now. So Probably pretty predictable at this point. <laughs> so however you want to pronounce it, Galaga, Galaga. 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, one of the all-time granddaddy great classics. Oh, um, yeah. That, that game is so playable still to this day. Yeah, from 1981. And you can actually still find it in arcades. Isn't that great? You know? It's awesome. It's one of, like, two games in our top five that's still very easily findable. Yeah, so Martin ranked that third on his list. Pretty strong. I was tenth. Tenth? Still pretty strong. And you were... Let's see. Seven, I think. Oh. Seven, yeah. Okay, so all... All of us had in the top ten. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Galaga, uh, uh, the sequel to Galaxian, which is where the whole pronunciation thing, I guess, yeah. gets, like, it's, Galaxian, you know, the argument that it's for sure Galaga. <laughs> <laughs> but we grew up saying Galaga. So not a person, not a dish. single person pronounced it Galaga. Even if it's... Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard even it. if It's, it's like the whole, like, GIF, GIF thing nowadays, yeah. like yeah. with computers and graphics. It just yeah. sounds so weird. Even, we know it's Jif. Even if it is correct, it sounds so weird. And uh, yeah. I'm going to continue to be defiant, call it Galaga. I don't care. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I love, 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 love that game. I mean, like, I, the dual I, I want The dual oh, ships, man, even though you never ships. keep them for long. Yeah. If I'm going to play Galaga, something has to happen. That's the one thing that has to happen. I have to get a ship captured. I gladly give up that life. Oh, Even yeah. if it's my last life. And there have been times when I've lost, like, I've been captured I've and then run too. out. And I'm like, oh, the game's over. <laughs> I don't care. It was worth it. <laughs> yep, that's the end of the game. But yeah, even if I know I only have one life left over there, and even though I know, like, I'm gonna, you know, not last, but, like, not even make one stage through. Because, I mean, it's, you become so big, you know, that hitbox is just oh, yeah. doubled. And, and if you manage to keep it to the, the challenge stage, so oh, much easier. Yeah, that's the bomb. Uh, you, it's hard not to clear it when you got the two. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love the challenge stages, though. The challenge stages so cool. are great. Breaks. Yeah. yeah. That's a great little thing, those little intermission challenges. Um, you could die. It was just like, it was a bonus. Yeah. And it, it was challenging to do it with just one ship. But, I mean, that's why I would always sacrifice that ship, just so I could make it to that challenge round. <laughs> um, and, and another thing, too, is I would like to try and save as much as I could. You know, like, I would pick all those ones off except for that one, because there was only a certain enemy that you could do it with. Yeah. I'd try and clear as much as I could, just so that I could make sure. A I little bit of strategy to it. A little bit, nice, yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, that's like a game like Frogger, where, you know, I could get deep into that game and, you know, feel like I accomplished something and it wasn't super hard as long as you weren't giving up ships like you know getting the captured you could last a long time in a port yeah do you remember uh the playstation version of tekken when it came out that yeah for the loading screen as as the game was loading it had the challenge mode of gallery mm -hmm. oh and yeah play that. that's cool that kind of made me want it yeah. <laughs> be honest. But, and did you know though that if you got perfect like on on every one of the, uh, I, and I forget how many there were, like 
that uh, it would unlock the boss character, Heiachi, in Tekken that you could play as. Mm -mm. Oh, I didn't know that. Maybe I knew it at the time, but I don't remember it It, now. Or actually, I I think it was Heiachi you could unlock. You you unlock something. Hmm. And uh, but anyway, yeah, I it, it was super super hard. Well, I bet, I, yeah, it was hard to do. I, like, I in looked the up and memorized like what the patterns to like where <laughs> they were coming down, and I, I finally. Well, it. yeah, I guess if you, I never took the time to memorize because you could you could memorize. They always came out in the same place. Yeah, yeah. so if you knew where they were coming from, then you could do it. But you could man, totally it was it. super hard. Yeah, yeah. still, you know. still, yeah, because wow. you still had to make sure you didn't get hung up on a fire, you know. They, and you know, and it's at that time that all your saved games were like on those little memory cards. Oh yeah. And so like memory I wrote cards. on there like this, this one, this memory card stuck in like never delete. Don't want to do that again. Yeah. Um, yeah, Galaga is just super awesome. I I don't even know what to say about Galaga. It's a really simple game. Oh, yeah. and it's another one of those games that like, or it's a game that when I was mentioning earlier about Space Invaders, you don't get Galaga without Space Invaders. It's Very basically the same yeah. game. Yep. You know, it's the only difference being that the the enemies actually come down after you in a pattern or whatever. But yeah. you don't have the the shields either. But no, you don't have the shields either. But uh, it, it's it's a you're, you know it's an alien invader coming down. You know, and the only thing there's just you know the ship. Yep. But let's talk about Galaxian too, because it's it's a game that's the sequel of. But why, why is it that we don't like Galaxian as much? I didn't is never it really play, like, play it that much, honestly. I never really saw it in that many arcades. Well, because it's it older, yeah. it's already past its time, and yeah. Galaga's Maybe in was the it. door. Yeah. And, and Galaga's why. always stuck with us, so, you know. I mean, because of that whole timing thing and our age, you know, I, I never realized until, you know, years later that Galaxian even came out first. Me too. Yeah. Me yeah. too. Same. I thought for some reason that it was a sequel to it for a yeah. while. Um, but you know, I know they added that whole ship capturing thing in the sequel. That was unique to uh, yeah, it the just, series. Yeah, I, I don't know. They just uh, you know they improved upon the formula with yep. Galaga. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. But like these little arcades that we were talking about, the it's Cracker Barrel arcades. Like, why does it have to know, be? Yeah, I mean, it's relaxing. just like it's just like when Mario Mario Martin was saying in the hey Mario in, in the last <laughs> it's episode. It's me, Martin. <laughs> But you know, it's just like Martin was saying in the last episode where he played Super Mario Brothers before playing Mario Brothers, yeah. so he didn't really like it that much. Yeah. Right, right. Well, we played Galaga before Galaxian, so we it's don't true. like it. Yeah, yeah, you can't be expected to take something that's been perfected on and go back to its predecessor. Like Street Fighter 2 and Street Fighter 1, right? Well, I don't know about it. I guess Street Fighter 1 is awful anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Galaxian's still a pretty good game. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, it, yeah. I think I think Galaxian stood on its own. I, I'm shocked Street Fighter even made a sequel. You know, honestly, yeah. people liked it. I guess enough. I guess. <laughs> I'm not sure who those people were, but yeah. <laughs> uh, well, hey, in that movie It, the, I, I mentioned earlier that have you seen It? Not the new one, though. No. Okay, well, yeah, one of the kids, like you know, it takes place over a summer, and uh, the kid. One of the kids right at the end of school, he's like, I just want to, like, you know, play Street Fighter. You're good at Street Fighter, you know? So, yeah. like, one of the scenes, he's like, runs to an arcade and he's, like, seen playing the original Street Fighter game. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's funny. That's I, I got to tell Nick about that. So, the kid's actually excited to go run and play Street Fighter in the original. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he must really like Street Fighter, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Um, so yeah, cool. That's right. Galaga. It's if you don't know it, go out and play it. It's <laughs> you can play it anywhere on your phone, on your tablet, on your portable handhelds, on your Switch, <laughs> wherever it is, you, wherever video games can be played, you can play Galaga. And I also like too the scene in, in the Avengers where Tony walks in and the kids. <laughs> Batman is playing Galaga. Thought we wouldn't notice, but we did. <laughs> He's like, hmm. Um, all right, so what does that take us to next? Number three. Number three? Top three. Top three. Drum roll. Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Does it seem like the bass was turned up on that, too? Yeah. Oh, that was real, yeah. real thunderous. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like when he would jump and where it, like everything would get crooked. Bomb, bomb, bomb. So, do we include um, Donkey Kong Jr. in this conversation then, even though none of us picked it? I, I would because I did write Donkey Kong Jr. on my list, but I cut him off of my list just when I was, you know, trimming the fat, just because I was like, well, I've got Don a Donkey Kong will represent. Okay. And so, so we won't, but we won't mention three, right? But yeah. <laughs> but we, uh, we well, what's three. wrong with three? I mean, what happened to it? I mean, what were I they thinking? Know, well, they, they cut Mario out like, for let's, one. Let's make something completely different. Yeah. Nintendo likes to do that. Yeah. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. I guess True. they were just uh, playing off the Donkey Kong name yeah. just, to, just to get people to play it. Well, they had that, you know, they had the rights to Donkey Kong, so they I guess they figured they had to make a game. Because yeah. maybe you lose the like trademark or whatever. Maybe. Yeah. So long. I don't yeah. know. Um, but, but back to Donkey Kong. That's Man, that's a great game. Yeah. And I think I had it a bit lower on my list too. Like, what? What did you? It made it all the way up to three. So you guys had it way. High. Mine. I had a number one. Oh, that's both of our number ones. Yeah. Where was it for me then? But so for you, was eleven. And I bumped shame, it. Shame, shame. I know. And man, I bumped it up. On. Originally for me, it wasn't even that high. Like I had it around like thirteen or fourteen or something. But I had to change the heart a little bit. I think. Or it could have been higher on our list. I think Donkey Kong is the game that I fell in love with the pixels. You know, just because I, I, I remember being like uh, at an international house of pancakes of all places before they called it IHOP, and I think maybe I told this story before, but uh, I don't think so. Well, maybe not. But they they had Donkey Kong there, and I would just go like you know we'd order our food, and so I'd ask if I could go just look at the game. I'm not even asking for a quarter to play. I just want to go look at it. I'm just looking and just you know watching the track. Sometimes the attract mode. Oh, I love the attract mode. <laughs> yeah, and I just I just remember just loving just the whole design of how all these little squares can create this picture and just absorbing. You know, you are the Prince of Pixels after yeah. all. <laughs> Your nickname that I gave you a while back. I, I remember just you know just watching the attract mode and just staring at the pixels forever. Yeah. The, the game that put Nintendo on the map. We all love Nintendo. Oh yeah. I always loved too that they would have like on the, the sides of like the the monitor bezel where it would have like the how to play and whatever and then oh, yeah. like the drawings. It would show, you know, the, the pixel perfect artwork of, you know, Don 
the side of the, of the screen. I like the pixels even in sleep, you know? Like, yeah, they're like little oh, crosses. Yeah, it's, uh -huh. cool. yeah. it's, it's so beautiful. It's a beautiful game. And, I, you know, like, I, I had it in an 11 or whatever, but I mean, you know, it is one of the greatest of all time. He even made a documentary about it. Oh, yeah. And uh, we met the King of Kong or whatever he was. Yeah, Billy Mitchell. The, Billy villain, Mitchell. the villain of Kong, maybe. Who's actually a really <laughs> nice guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah very I, nice. I, I had it, because of those movies, I had it, like, in my mind, like, he's just, like, this douche, you know. That they, she sure... I think I guess he just plays that up. I think he enjoys that. Yeah, because I and I because I remember even like reading that he was going to be there at the arcade expo. I'm like, I don't care. I don't want to. I don't want to talk to that guy. Who cares? And, but then, like, yeah, when we met him, I mean, yeah, he was really yeah. I, remember, I, I wanted to like say hi to him because he was he was selling his hot sauce, <laughs> and he had, he wasn't really selling his hot sauce. I think he was just talking to somebody else. So I walked up to him, and uh, I was just going to say hi to him, you know? But, you know, Billy, he, he like, comes over, and he's like, let's go over here, and we'll, we'll pose for this picture. And he shakes our hand, and he's like, what do you do, you know? Yeah. And we're, he's asking us all these personal questions, and, like, I just, Nick and I had a change of heart, man. We were both just, like... And I, it was, like, super interesting listening to him, uh, you know, when he was talking about Pac-Man. Yeah, he was part of a panel. He was there with the referee guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Uh, Pat Day. Pat Day. So, you know, and they had, like, this really interesting little dynamic going on between them. You know, like, Billy was the, like, the you know, the card, you know, like, the silly guy. And he would kind of, um, you know, they, they had this, like, little, like, scripted almost back and forth. Oh, yeah. So, you know. They've been doing that for years, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm... Oh yeah, Pat Day is the jockey. Like, <laughs> what the heck's his name? I'm glad you went ahead and tried to catch yourself before. Yeah, because as soon as I said that, I was like, God. it's something day though, right? That sounds so familiar. He's the guy who like walk. He's he's got that famous referee jersey on. And uh, well, he keeps all the high scores. Of yeah, the he was like Twin the guy. Galaxy. Twin Galaxy. If I look at Twin Galaxies, I'll find it. <laughs> I'll throw a picture up on the video in case you're not familiar with him. But yeah, Billy, um, they even like were they teased him in that cartoon or whatever that adventure. What was the show? The Adventure. Um, oh gosh, he's just basically like a giant head who comes out of an arcade. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 keep saying, want to say Adventure Time, but that's not it. It's, it's, uh, something show, more, regular more show. Guy and Rigby. Yeah, regular, regular show, show. yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Mordecai Rigby, yeah. <laughs> like, I'll, but he, from what I understand, he doesn't like that. Like, I think he's offended by that, mm -hmm. you know. Well, who wouldn't be, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that uh, King of, was it, it's the King of Kong was the name of the documentary? Yes, yeah. yeah. It's a great documentary, oh, if you haven't seen it, check it out. It, it's like Billy and this other guy who's like much... Walter Day. Walter Day, Walter okay. <laughs> Thank you, Day. Day. <laughs> I, I thought it was Day. Not to be confused with the job. Yeah, not this, not Pat. Pat, Pat not so the, that's where I got day from. I was like, <laughs> the greatest jockey of all time, and a and a famous referee of keeps the score of old arcade games. But yeah, it was like I mentioned earlier, like arcade games was about the scores and not the the finishing the game. Now that's what it's all about: finishing the game. Did you beat the game? Yeah. Um, but you know, back then it was all about the scores, and they would they took it very seriously. Some people did. Um, and uh, 
Billy and that other guy, who was like the more reserved guy. Um, Weeby. Yeah, they Steve had that, Weeby. that rivalry. Weeby. Nice, good pull on that. You know, they had that rivalry, and Billy was the more bombastic, you know? like oh, sure. he, he was like the heel, a wrestling heel. Oh, in a yeah. way. He's like yeah. always wearing those suits with like that, the and that tie. American tie. Yeah. <laughs> American flag tie. Yeah, but he actually owned a chain of restaurants. That was his thing. It wasn't yeah. like his whole life was playing arcade games. He was actually a businessman. Yeah. But he was, I mean, he obviously took that title. And he you know, he was actually there to demo Pac-Man, right? Yeah. He was showing off Pac-Man because he had a perfect score, right? Yeah. One of the few people early on that recorded a perfect score. So he was talking about all the like little things where you could get in. He showed how to get to that spot where you could go untouched. That was really fact, cool, dude. It was yeah. neat because he, he would just he, he would set just it up, get, get in that say, yeah, set up the end, get in that spot, and then he just turn around talking to us. Yeah, still running, but no ghost ever goes there. Yeah, and he's like, and here's the point where you could go use the bathroom or have a snack or whatever, and you'll never die. That was really cool. I, I'd never seen that happen before, so it was, yeah. it was neat. He was he was a good sport and a really cool guy. So I'm sorry I got at you, man. But that was neat. I really I was impressed with that guy. But anyways, back to Donkey Kong. Um, that was what I was, you know, he was known for. Uh, but um, pop culture wise, Donkey Kong was in everything. It was a big part of the Pixels movie once again. Um, there was the Donkey Kong cartoon. It was just an '80s, an '80s yeah. icon, I guess. Well, you got Donkey Kong right back. Yeah, we got Donkey Kong back there. Mario and his villainous look. You know, where Mario took a turn for the villainy in yeah. Donkey Kong Jr. Um, I actually like the way Donkey Kong Jr. plays over Donkey Kong, if I'm honest. Oh, really? Yeah. Donkey Kong's kind of stiff and unforgiving in a way that Mario Brothers is, I feel like. I really like <clears throat> the mechanics in Jr. where, like, you can grab two vines and you climb up fast fast yeah, and, nice. and then get on one vine and slide down yep. really fast yeah. and so I like knocking the fruit down so you know climbing up one vine is really slow and climbing down two vines is really slow so mm -hmm. you know if you're going up you want to grab two if you want to go down you want to grab one stick to one yeah. Yeah. I, I really like the uh, the different mechanics in that way yeah but uh but, you know Donkey Kong is a sentimental favorite for sure yeah um, I saw it in a, I have the fondest memories of Donkey Kong, I guess, in a, like a roller derby, a roller rink. <laughs> where, where do you guys remember? I mean, we've obviously seen it in, in places since then, but where well, do you I've guys I've already think? mentioned mine. Well, yeah. yeah. The IHOP International House Pancakes. Martin, what's your most memorable Gosh, moment with Donkey Kong? I'm not sure if I can remember the first time I saw it, but, um, you know, the first time I played it, it's just like, wow, this is tough just to get past the first floor. It's hard. You know, a lot of people can't even get past that first floor. That's the thing, too. It's like, um, I remember playing it when I was young, and then years went by where I never even saw it. Yeah. And I saw it again at, like, a card country or someplace. <clears throat> and uh, I remember a kid, like, running to him, and I was like, I can beat this real easy, because, like, I remember him talking about, I was just overhearing conversation with his dad because his dad was with him he was like oh donkey kong <laughs> he's like this is easy because he i think he played the game boy version of donkey kong so he was just more familiar with the more forgiving mechanics of it and sure enough he popped in the quarter and like died like before he could <laughs> even get to the second year yeah and he was just like this sucks you know and, I, and it and must then, be broken yeah right? <laughs> and in my mind i'm like 
Well, maybe it's not. Is he wrong? I mean, is it just not as fun as we remember? Do we just have those like nostalgia glasses on? It's very challenging. It's game. hard. Yeah. It's a challenging game, isn't it? And uh, <laughs> the last time we were at the expo, I was just like, I can't stop playing this until I get past the first board. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta beat the first board. Yeah. And I, we did. I think we got yeah. a couple boards in. And also, like how the second level is like way different than the first level. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, where suddenly you gotta like get the rivets, you know, jump over the rivets to yeah. clear the boards. I'm sorry, you're gonna say. Well, I was just gonna say, and the uh, a lot of the the joysticks, you know, are, feels like very loose and oh yeah, very worn out. Yeah. yeah. So it's tough to play it like that. I think that's a lot to do with it too. Like when you're playing it on like an emulator like Mame, and you've got a lot cleaner controls. It, yeah, it does feel easier. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. That that's a lot to do with it too. Is yeah. just the old arcade controls being a factor. I think Donkey Kong is the all-time most earned from. Well, no, it's another game actually, but <clears throat> it's in the top five too, as far as like earnings go and inflation. I wish I had my little factoids and stuff. I didn't really set anything up for this episode, but if that was one of the things that I was gonna do was like earnings, like how much money the games made. Factoid is the uh, you know you were talking about the rivet stage, so that's actually like the last stage, like in the Japanese version, because mm-hmm. you know when you clear the rivet stage, that's when you know Donkey Kong falls and you know you save uh, Pauline, you know you got the little heart, because mm-hmm. in all the other boards, Donkey Kong steals her away and climbs up the ladder before you get there. Yeah, right, right. so because there's like Three or four boards. There's there's the the main stage. There's the rivets. There's the um, the pie stage. Oh, and the elevators. Yeah. So there's four. Oh yeah. Yeah. And man, uh, talk about hard. I like the elevators. The, the Japanese order yeah. is completely different than the American order. And that rivet is technically the last one. You know, and, and like we I said before, how all that. the games repeat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the rivet's technically. But the, huh. the American order is completely different. Huh. Interesting. Hey, when you guys were going to school for you know gaming development, didn't you guys have a teacher who was working on a Donkey Kong game? Super Donkey Kong. Um, for what was it for? The, Coleco like ColecoVision or yeah. something? Yeah. They never got released. They never got released. That must have been a treat to like be able to play that or whatever. Because he brought it in, didn't he? Well, we were super bummed to find out that he he ended up not being able to find it. sequel of Donkey Kong so to speak but you know not not really official Nintendo kind of a thing but gotcha. for like ColecoVision or something like that still pretty awesome though yeah to, you know to be part of making a something anything in the Donkey Kong canon you know if you will yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah uh, what else I mean what else is to say about Donkey Kong or Donkey Kong Jr they're just classic as, as arcade as it gets, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's the it's it's Nintendo. <laughs> oh yeah, and it's it's sad too that Nintendo. I mean, not sad, I guess is the word, but I would be interested to see what else Nintendo could have accomplished if they had also put efforts into arcade making and not just console making, because they did stop cold turkey after the S the NES came out. So you know. 
They they had that roots of arcades. I never really thought about it that way, but yeah, yeah I guess you're right. Point. So I don't know. Hmm. Um, all right, so that's number three, right? Uh, yep. So number two. Number two. Number two. And interestingly enough, you ranked this one higher than I did. Which really? <laughs> when, when you see what number two will be, you'll be very surprised. Okay. Street Fighter Two. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, so what did you have it ranked? I ranked it number four. Really? Wow. Martin also ranked it number four. And I had it number two. And you ranked it number two. That's. I thought you were the bigger Street Fighter fan. I thought I was too. Well, <laughs> I was a big Street Fighter fan, for sure. Uh, not not really maybe as big as Nick, but arcades really started in earnest for me like with Street Fighter 2. I became... Not only obsessed with the game in arcades, but going to arcades. Well, that that yeah. for me, it was just kind of the a second coming. Because like, I I was huge at the arcades for you know like those classic '80s games, and then Street Fighter Two was like now it's the '90s. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean I, that's a good point, and and I was big in the arcades too back in the '80s. But I, I guess I just I could have all the Street Fighter Two I wanted. I feel like. By the time it came out, and it was everywhere, everywhere. even Walmart. What, it was where's Walmart. That's where I played it the most. Gaddies, you know, all of the arcades, obviously, Aladdin's yeah. Castle, and they would have two or three of them. Oh, yeah. It wouldn't just be one version of Street Fighter Two; they'd have multiple versions. And you know, the funny thing was that we all just right off the bat picked Street Fighter Two and did World Warriors weren't yeah. going off yeah. of like well this one was better and then just and then having to combine them all that we all just picked that one we all just respect the though, first one so much yeah, <laughs> and, I mean, yeah. and obviously you know later ones are better mm -hmm. but yeah it's no argument say that we just but it was just more of yeah. the greatness but and you could say you could argue that others were better but for me it was like it just added more things you know like more fighters it's not like the gameplay was a whole whole much better yeah. I mean yeah, the others improved upon, you know, just kept adding things. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, but Street Fighter Two, that Vanilla Street Fighter Two, started the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And you know, and then came Champion Edition, and then came Turbo, and then Super Super Turbo, and on and on. It, yeah. out, it, it tightened things up so perfectly. Um, the, the original Street Fighter had like the meat, the, the kicks and the punches, and that's that wasn't a new thing necessarily. But it, it felt like they really balanced things so well. It, yeah, because like the other, the original Street Fighter had the fireball and the hurricane kick and the dragon punch, but it was like so sloppy in the execution. <laughs> there was like you couldn't just do the quarter circle and the punch button to throw a fireball. You. Mm -hmm. The only way I've ever, ever been able to do it is just shaking his joystick and hitting buttons. And Something's going to happen eventually. And hoping for the best, and then he'll throw one out, and you get excited, and then you just go crazy again, and you, you can't just do it. Like, it's like trying to play that motion control version of a Switch Street Fighter. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Accidentally got so, a super you know, power. Street Fighter 2 comes out, and you can just execute it just on command. Not only that, too, but they really did a great job of making all the characters interesting. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, yep. 
everybody gravitated to their favorite, obviously, but I was, I, I wanted to experiment with all the fighters. Yeah. Because they all had a cool, like, too. thing happening with mm-hmm. them, you know? Yeah, like on the Super Nintendo, I mean, I played through the game with everybody and beat yep. the game with everybody. Yeah. Same here. Same here. And that um, was an awesome port on the Super Nintendo. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, once you got a fighting stick, especially... Obviously, my little like fighting stick that I got for Super Nintendo yeah. with the perfect, you know, oh, control. Oh. <laughs> is it is it sitting over there? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Music to my ears. <laughs> Still good after all these years. Um, you know, you you wanted to get that arcade stick to get that arcade feeling, and Definitely. it was such a good port. You got the controller to go along with it. Hours and hours and hours I played that game. Yeah. yeah, and there is at least one time that I have actually beat Street Fighter 2 on one quarter. Oh, really? wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. At, at least once. As who? Uh, Ryu. <laughs> yeah, you're a Ryu player. Always have been. I'm, I'm a Ken player primarily. Who was your go-to player, Martin? I would probably say um, probably Ryu. Ryu? Yeah. Cool. Um, did you have a character that you would play in a in a sarcastic way. <laughs> he knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> but yeah, was, was there a player that you would pick just to, if you were to beat your opponent, it would really rub it in? Like, just Dan. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's not on Street Fighter 2. No, but he's for sure a sarcastic pick. I, I would play as Balrog. Nick would always go as the Chief. And he was very good with the Chief, you know. But was there a character that you would pick that, you know, like... Well, I want to beat this guy with so and so to rub it in. It's an insult. <laughs> yeah, I think it would either be like, um, well, from the original, from Street Fighter Two, it would probably be uh, like Dalsim. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. There was a while I was trying to get pretty good with Dalsim. You did yeah. get pretty good, yeah. The noogie, the yoga noogie. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> you <laughs> right in behind me. I want to noogie you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was a frustrating character to play. Just against. stretching the arms yeah. and the legs out. It was one of those like cheap distance shots. players. Yeah, totally yeah, cheap. And, like he would have that kick, like kick up high, so you like throw out like a slow fireball. Mm. So the guy tried to jump over it, you just kick him out of the air. <laughs> yeah, you you could frustrate a player pretty if you got good with Dalsy. Oh yeah, that's a that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, and I remember that phase when you were like seemed to be playing a lot of Dalsy. And if you would lose, you'd go back to Ryu or whatever. Like we all did. We'd all run back to our guy. All right, take the kid gloves off. (laughs) But yeah, you landed on Zangief, it feels like. Like That became your second guy, really. Mm, Um, He's pretty good, too. I miss the the feeling of 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 a uh, of competition at that game like it was very respectful in most cases like how you you know you you play a person and they weren't smack talking for the most part and if you could beat a smack talker that felt great but most times most people were just like wow good move man that's yeah. what i i absolutely miss about the arcades and that social aspect of it that mm-hmm. you just you don't get online yeah yeah and i don't play these games online yeah, playing Street Fighter like Five, for example, online is just not be nearly as satisfying. No, yeah. yeah. As playing like Street Fighter Two, like in an arcade, next like next to somebody, and what, if that doesn't go away, uh, like our you know we at expos and stuff, we'd play guys and and they're really good players and they're yeah. still very respectful. Yeah, was it was it last year or was it the year before that I don't that know. we were playing?
I met one guy on Street Fighter. Which, it was like Champions Edition. One yeah. of them. I forget which one. Yeah, he was but, skilled. Uh, and he was kicking every one of our butts, and <laughs> none of us could beat him. Like, I would beat him, like, one round, but yeah. never once beat, like, both rounds. So. Yeah, and he would, like, But you know, still, that was such a blast. I loved it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was such a good time. And I think we both beat him, like, a handful of rounds, and he yeah. would, like, turn to me, like, wow, man, good job, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. and everything was so respectful. You could tell it was getting his goat a little bit, you know? <laughs> like, he would, like perfect us the next round or something yeah. <laughs> yeah. i never felt like i was really gonna beat him you know yeah. and if i did get him on the ropes i'd get super nervous <laughs> and get jerky with my like it's sloppy with yeah. my combos or I, I kept thinking i i can do this i can yeah. do this part of me is thinking i can it beat never him, happened though but yeah. it was fun it was a lot of fun and uh, i always look forward to that experience uh when, when going to that expo like Am I going to get that? You don't get it every year. We go every year, and it, it rarely happens, unfortunately, to get yeah. a guy out there. But most people just want to go play their game, play with their buddy, and then move on to another game. Yeah. Nobody, like, hovers on a game and sticks with it for a long time. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we just did a whole tribute episode for Street Fighter, so we kind of covered yeah. the bases. I'm, I'm really interested in, like, hearing, like, what Martin has to say about Street Fighter. His favorite character was Ryu, obviously. Do you remember the first time you saw Street Fighter in the arcade? You know, I think it was probably, I think, at a Walmart. Me too, actually. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And that's where I played it the most was at a Walmart. Mine was a bowling alley was the first time I saw it. And and it was already, like, the hype had already begun. I'm already, you know, I'm in high school. I think I was a freshman at the time. And, uh, you know, so I'm already hearing my friends talk about playing it. And so... I'm at a bowling alley for whatever reason, and I see one, so I'm like, okay, so you know, I fill out some dollars, go. and I get some quarters, you know. Oh, yeah, down by, down by yeah. U L, right? I think I remember you, like... No, it wasn't. Oh, okay, okay. Know. And, uh, but they they did have it there, and I, yeah, I, I remember, remember you there. But, um, but, yeah, so I, I was checking out, you know, like, just going through the roster, you know, seeing oh, yeah. who mm-hmm. felt good, which at the time, I landed on Blanca, but... I think I played Blanca early on. You know, you know, you did yeah. the electric shock. It's yeah, something real easy yeah, to do. Yeah, because you can just like yeah. you just hit buttons and you're like, oh, I did something. Yeah. <laughs> I think Guile was the character that interested me first. It took me a few. It took me a little while to get to Ken. Uh, I, maybe it was because he was the American fighter. You know, I don't know. Yeah. I thought he looked kind of cool, and yeah. I went with him because he looked like a GI Joe or something. You know? <laughs> yeah. I remember coming back though to school and. Uh, Street Fighter 2, you know, and yada yada. Crazy. How, how do you do a fireball? Tell me how you do a fireball. <laughs> you know, and it kind of, you learn from there. Yeah, and we haven't said this yet somehow in either of these two-part episodes, but this is all pre-internet, you know? Really. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, it was all kind of word of mouth. Word of mouth, yeah. Magazines. Magazines were the, basically yeah. everything. Yeah, you would get those strategy guides. Yeah. That's, so that's where you learn the moves, um, and then and, and, and you know red strategies and stuff. Obviously, a strategy guide. But yeah. um, so if it went for magazines, you'd have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> they did. They didn't like spell it out for you how to do the stuff, uh, like some other games might. Um, but you know, yeah, Street Fighter Two and all of its sequels. Like, because uh, I remember like in reading in a magazine like how to do. Zangief's spinning pile driver. It's like telling you to do a 360, and it's like, well, how the heck? What? Do you do yeah. That? What does that mean? You're gonna 
jump if you did a 360. I still can't really do yeah, it cause, ever. Because, <laughs> you know, I never really got the concept in my head that you could, like, jump towards the guy while you're spinning, spinning the joystick yeah. and land and hit punch and pick him up and do it. Like, I'm just thinking, like, you're standing there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which I can actually kind of do now, but, you know, when you're learning it, you're like, yeah, how yeah. the heck do you do that? Yeah, yeah w- once you wrap your brain around that, you're already falling down and then you do it. Yeah, it makes more sense. Yeah, you're right. You can jump up. If you press up on the joystick, you're jumping. There was no jump button. How are you going to do a 360? You're going to jump. Remember thinking how cool it was to, like, block and things like that? You know, pulling back and you're blocking attacks. Very cool for the time. Yeah. And the throws. Those cheesy throws. And if you beat somebody on a throw, it would actually have the picture of cheese. We always apologize. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to own that victory. I'm sorry. That that was in uh, Alpha. That it had the little icons. Oh, is that, that where that cheese came from? Yeah, well, and, and the cheese was actually, um, I think, chip damage from doing like a super move, and the person just didn't have enough energy to block it. Yeah. I think that was the cheese, because there was a little lasso, like a little rope, that that was for throws. I wonder where the cheese came from. Does it feel like mm-hmm. we were saying cheese, like, during Street Fighter too? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think we would say that it was cheesy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Nobody wanted that because it was very powerful. You you would make agreements like before the match begins, like no throws, no <laughs> throws, right? And then if you did throw, it was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you did. Here you can throw me. Throw me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like get, get a free punch in. Honorable fighting and It was too, very right? honorable, yeah. man. Yeah. They're good players anyway. Yeah. And and it was always kind of fun too when like a little kid would come up, I'm like I'm gonna toy with this kid, like a <laughs> cat does a mouse. <laughs> Come on, jump into me. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Get dragon punched back on your back. Uh, and too, like that—that that was a game where like you really could take advantage of button pressers. Like skill mattered in that game, yeah, big time. And you really couldn't just button press like in a Tekken game and win some rounds. I mean, I guess you could if you had a couple button mashers together. But a button masher versus someone who has skill—you have no chance, man. Mm-hmm. No chance. And watching these competitive Street Fighter players too are insane. Like that video that you were talking about, like I think in our episode, where the guy was doing the parries again and again oh, and again yeah, and again. Yeah, from Street Fighter Third Strike. Yeah, he Street was like Fighter parrying like Chun mm. super move and stuff. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it's like a fifteen hit combo, and he's like <laughs> parrying like every single hit of it. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Street Fighter Two. I mean, you know, what can you yeah. say? Watch our tribute to Street Fighter if you want to hear more Street Fighter talk. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, so let's move on to the grand finale. All right, so what's the, our numero uno? Drum roll. Don't already know. Drum roll. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you probably guess what what the number one is. And we haven't mentioned it yet. Smash TV. Smash. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. All right, so yeah, we combined together Pac Man slash Ms. Pac Man. Yep. Pac Man and Ms. Pac Man, the granddaddies. Yeah, so the actual number one money maker is Pac Man. And, and you had put Pac-Man as your I actually did one. have both Pac-Man and Miss Pac-Man in my lists. So. Oh, that's right. And, and you, you edited your list when we decided to combine. Yeah, I added a game in that didn't make that the did, list. Did, <laughs> didn't but make the cut. Yeah, it came in at 20. I, th- I think I had Pac-Man at like 11 and Miss Pac-Man at number one. Because everyone agrees that Miss Pac-Man is the better game. <laughs> the there game that was... The game that was so ingrained in our pop culture that there was actually a disco version of Pac-Man. 
Oh, right. Pac-Man, Pac-Man Fever. Fever. Yeah. <laughs> I had that 45 on the vinyl, man. I listened to it all the time. Nice. I had uh, Ms. Pac-Man at number two, and Martin had Pac-Man at number two. Yeah, Which... I played uh, the original Pac-Man first and had a lot more exposure to that one. It wasn't until later that I really saw a lot of the Ms. Pac-Man. Yeah. Which... Ms. Pac- and that's why I picked Ms. Pac-Man is because, yeah, I, I recognize and respect what, you know, Pac-Man laid it all out, but just Ms. Pac-Man's the better game. It was faster, you know, unless you had, like, one of the uh, the hacks that had, like, the speed buttons yeah. for Pac-Man. Then, yeah, which then those made, are insane. Then it made Pac-Man more And horrible. I also, well, I'd like to say that, the um, for me, that speed hack for Ms. Pac-Man makes it way more enjoyable. And you were like, well, this Pac-Man was faster than Pac-Man. But that speed hack is something you see in every Miss Pac-Man arcade now. I yeah. see I see like the button to speed up more often in Pac-Man than I do mid, like any kind of a hack for Ms. Pac-Man. Because Ms. Pac-Man is just already faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, you often see Miss Pac-Man and Galaga in that little, you know, combo arcade yeah. with movie theaters and whatever. Um, they're timeless, dude. They're timeless. Yeah. And uh, but but Pac Man, I I had to put it in my like it wasn't I don't think in my ten. I think I had it all like eleventh or twelfth originally. Um, it is the game that made arcades explode. Yeah. I mean, you know, Space Invaders was like the first blockbuster, but you know, if if Space Invaders was Jaws, then Pac Man was BT. You know what I mean? Like, it was, like, the all-time greatest, you know, like, highest-grossing video game. Um, it, it had cartoon series. I had, like, bed sheets of Pac-Man, comforters, sleeping bags. Lunchbox. Cereal. Lunchbox yeah. cereal. Uh, you know, the little Coleco thing or whatever you mentioned. I had yeah. that. I had the disc. I had the Pac-Man fever. <laughs> I mean, I had it all. Well, literally, the glasses. Yeah. I remember having glasses. Oh, yeah, the glasses. Those are cool. Yeah, I had the board game with the little, like, Pac-Man, like, Mm -hmm. you know, like, so I respect Pac-Man so much. I have more love for Pac-Man than Miss Pac-Man, but Miss Pac-Man is just a better game. Yeah. So it's, it was really hard. Like, I had, at one point, Pac-Man number one, and I kept changing my list. Like, this list was really, really hard for us to do. Like, up to the last second, we were agonizing over this list, you know, trying to make it right. But, you know, I was like, do I really want to put Pac-Man number one with all these other arcade games that were more fun for me to play? And I just ultimately decided not to. But I was happy that you we played You Pac-Man number one. Hmm? You do. I have Miss Pac-Man number one. Well, then you changed it on me. I might have. I don't know. But, yeah. The final list, I had Miss Pac-Man one and, like, Pac-Man, like, 11th or something like yeah. that. Um, but, you know, I did, I did I toy with the idea of Pac-Man. Because I just have so many nostalgic memories of Pac-Man. I saw it way more in, like you. I remember seeing yeah. Pac-Man in the wild more during the 80s than Miss Pac-Man. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'd only seen Miss Pac-Man at a handful of like convenience stores or whatever. But Miss, but Pac-Man was everywhere. I played Pac-Man in like Walgreens and stuff. You know, I never <laughs> seen it anywhere. Yeah. You know, not even like your convenience stores, but like drugstores for kind of laundry mats and things laundry mats for sure yeah I had a river playing Pac-Man in a laundry mat yeah you know people people like sell them a lot I mean they're 
there are so many Pac-Mans made in the studios over the years. Yeah. You could probably find a Pac-Man arcade pretty cheap, I imagine. Yeah, I don't know. You know? Yeah. Uh, but Miss Pac-Man's like the king or queen, whatever. <laughs> and it's a different game. It really is more than just Miss Pac-Man with a bow. It's, remember the old commercial or whatever would say, I'm more than Pac-Man with a bow. Right, right. Um, you know, you had the fruits, whereas before Pac-Man just had like the, what was it, like a Pop-Tart or something in the middle? No, Pac-Man's got the fruit, but it was... That was the Atari the version, I guess, that had like looked like yeah. Pop-Tarts. In the oh, middle. yeah, the big square. Yeah. Oh, man, can we talk about that Atari version of Pac-Man for a second? Almost bankrupt Atari or whatever. <laughs> oh, because of how awful it was? Yeah, yeah. it wasn't very good. But, I mean, we were happy. We were hungry for any kind of Pac-Man that we could get back in the day, yeah. even if it was a little Coleco LCD. Like, Pac-Man never even changed directions. Like, he would just kind of, <laughs> even when he was going left, he would just go <laughs> like that. Oh <laughs> he would just kind of back up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, I mean, when you think Pac-Man, like, even, you know, like, those certain style of cartoon eyes, like, I always think it's the Pac-Man. I see Pac-Man in the eyes. Oh, yeah, the pie cut eyes. Yeah, yeah, pie cut eye. Which really, that's all that Pac-Man is. It's just like a pie with a piece cut out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's like the most basic character. It's super basic. Yeah, I really like that scene from Scott Pilgrim where he's like trying to impress the girl with knowledge about Pac-Man. Like, <laughs> Scott Pilgrim for me was like, I like the movie a lot. You guys are looking at me blank, like, oh. Do you ever see Scott Pilgrim no, Saves the World? No. I, I read the, the yeah, comic yeah, and I've seen the movie. I know, I know. Um, but anyway, uh, Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man. Um, what else can we say about Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man? Forgot. No, how, how did they go again? They, was what for you again? Uh, what, the number? It yeah. Was number two for me. Number two for you. Two for me. Two for me and one for me. Okay. Yeah. So it had to be one. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, um, I feel pretty good about this list. Oh yeah, good list. I think it's a great list. Yeah, um, I, I think that's a really strong. Like, I mean, the top five. So you know, number one, Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man. Yeah, just, Re- recap the. Uh, can we recap from twenty to one just again, real quick? Oh, all of them. Yeah. Oh jeez. <laughs> just read them off. All right. No commenting. Just so, just yeah. to recap. So starting at twentieth. Uh, oh, so okay, twenty Mario Brothers. Yep. That, Mario Brothers, not Super not, Mario. Not versus or yeah. <laughs> Nineteen Afterburner. Eighteen The Simpsons. 17, Ninja Gaiden. 16, NBA Jam. 15, Metal Slug. Oh, yeah. 14, OutRun. 13, Spy Hunter. 12, Star Wars. <laughs> Should have switched that over. <laughs> nope. <laughs> 11, Shinobi. 20, Versus Super Mario Brothers. 9, Qbert. 8, Dragon's Lair. 7, Frogger. 6, The Mortal Kombat. Series. Mortal Kombat series. Yep. Five, the Ninja Turtles series. Four, Galaga. Three, Donkey Kong. Two, Street Fighter Two. Mm-hmm. And one, Pac Man slash Miss Pac Man. Cool, awesome list. Yep, I'm, I'm, I'll stand behind that list. Which I mean, we, we can't. I mean, you know, there was Junior Pac Man. There, there, there was Super Pac Man. There are other good Pac Man. Oh yeah. I like that uh, one. It was like a combination pinball slash uh, Baby Pac Man. Yeah, Baby Pac Man. Oh. That was cool. And we, we actually got to see that at the last expo, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And I hadn't seen that. I only ever saw I've that only once seen in a that while. one other time ever. Yeah, same here. Mm-hmm. So it was a real treat to see that. Yeah. It was fun to play. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, it probably should have been more popular, I think. Maybe, maybe it was one of those games that was just expensive and hard to upkeep or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was very I mean, it was unique. a pinball game, too, so there's a lot of parts involved. Mm-hmm. 
Um, anything else you want to talk about with Pac-Man is Pac-Man or the list in general? Arcades. Anything you guys want to say about arcades? I miss arcades. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy that they're still around in a way. You know. Yeah, the, the barcade scene is becoming more of a thing now. That too. Which I mean, really I was cool. thinking more in terms of like the family hangout places like Dave and Buster's and main events and Malibu Jacks or whatever in your yeah. town. Well, those tend to have like the new like big screen arcade yeah. things, but the the barcades will tend to cater more to well, the really, classics that we care anything, about. But, yeah, the more classics 80s and 90s. And, yeah. yeah. The older stuff they can find. Yeah. I'm glad that there's yeah. that scene too, and most oh, most towns have their version of whatever that is. Uh, we'll we'll have to try and get together at Rick Bar or something, try to record yeah. an episode or something. That that'd be really cool. We maybe call them in advance, but like you guys might have to set up some yeah, you know, some stuff. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I, I got nothing else to say. I, I Lad's Castle was my place. I loved <laughs> it. I missed it. <laughs> I wish they were still around. You know, I don't hang out in malls really anymore, but maybe I would more if the bookstores and, and arcades were still a thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, for this week, I've been Ron Avis. I'm Nick Wright. Martin Reimer. Thanks for joining us again, Martin. And we'll Thanks see you next me. week. See ya. Later.